both, no? Nah, um, who? Yeah, Dan's not in today. Yeah, Dan's not in today. This is all you. Unless you, do, unless you just decide to jump in at some point, it's up to you. No, innit? I'm, I'm next door. Man's here I'm still. Home. There's some, some good conversations being had today. And we're in anyway. Left my car open again, slipping headphones, got licked out of there. I just started this. What day is it today? It's not Monday. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's not Monday. It's not Monday. Hey, so you know what, yeah? I got dinner with me today, right? And like, obviously we was talking about making clouds just now on a, on a, on a mad science vibe. And then fucking... Why? Oh shit, no. And then flipping... Obviously man is not gonna go into like the personal life and all of that, but it did make me think. Deneo did make me say something. Deneo did say something that made me think. Actually, Callum. Oh shit. There's not a microphone. What do you need me Maybe because you'd be good for this actually. Because I've never lived with a girl. I've never lived. I've never been in a in a situation where I've like lived with. Yeah, yeah. I've never been in a situation where I've lived with. You don't want to sit there. The mic's not on, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So I'll just speak up. Ah, uh, yeah. It's all right. I'll, I'll, <clears throat> I'll lift it up. But, um, so yeah, I've never been in a situation where I've lived with someone like that. But one thing that I do know is, is that a holiday, like, like spending a sizable amount of time with somebody on holiday can also be a make or break. Oh, definitely. I feel like holiday is the introduction to, to the longer term thing, which is moving in. Yeah. Because you're with them 24-7 for the four, five, six days that you decide to go on holiday for. See what I'm... So, have you ever been in a situation then, yeah? Yeah. Where you've, like, been on holiday. Like, say, no, okay, boom. Right. You've met a girl now. You like her. Your vibe's in. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You might even be in a relationship now. Yeah. Early. Yeah? But then you've gone on holiday. I don't know, wherever. Pick a destination. Yeah. You've been somewhere, yeah? Two weeks. So, not one week. But two weeks has it, and then like and it hasn't worked out. Have you ever been in that? No. What I've about never one really, week? I've, I've no. I've, I've only I've only been on holiday with maybe like not a lot of women. Not not a lot because I, I I don't like sharing that sort of stuff because I know from the off how much time I can spend with you or not. Do you? Yeah. From when I meet someone, I I understand instantly where how far I'm willing to take the relationship even with like friendships and stuff like that yeah but don't lust have you do like lust sometimes lust can make you think that you want to marry someone when really like that is a lust thing for a short space of time do you get me I like, I've met I've been in situations where not a lot not a lot but I have been one or two where I've been like I've rang my boy like yo I'm, this is me like this is it Nah, like my, I, I've always been able to differentiate lust from love. Yeah. Yeah, lust will never make me go, oh my God, you're the one. It'll just make me go, oh, we could have fun together. Mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble, bruv. Yeah, no, nah, I hear that still. But, but the living, have you, can, have you, have you like, because I know, like, have you lived with someone? Yeah. No, have you met someone, really liked them, then lived with them and realised like pretty soon after that this is not happening this can't work yeah yeah i've done that yeah it, it took like two months and then i was like yeah this is probably not the one fucking hell then what happens then because two months is like you just have a conversation with them 
it's not easy. It's not as, yeah, it's not easy, but it's but not you have as to bad tap as the com- yeah. It's not as bad as because they're probably thinking the same thing. Yeah, true. Not gonna lie, they're, they're, they're always thinking the same thing. Actually, nah, I disagree. Not that I've been. I mean, obviously, you two have a stronger opinion of this than me, but I feel that there's like there's there's one person. Okay, how do I put it? Yeah, there's one person in that relationship here yeah, where that person could live with you, but you can't live with them. Does that make sense? Yeah, so no. it's like, okay, like, so in your dynamic here, yeah, like, let's say the situation where you was with somebody or whatever, and it didn't work out because when you was living together or whatever, yeah, yeah? I don't think you have been in that, but- I have been of, in that. Okay, so in that scenario, it could have been a situation where they could actually live with you, but you couldn't live with them. And that might be because they're untidy. They, they're super messy. They fucking, you know, argumentative. They, all these different types of things. You get what I'm saying? Whereas in the other way, they could they could actually be with you because you're tidy and you're chill. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like, because I'm not the other person, you uh, you might have a point because I, I don't know what how she initially felt, but I just knew we was arguing a lot and we wasn't really, we wasn't really clicking. And I'm sure she must have felt that too. Yeah. Like, so I think I think on some levels, and and you know what as well, it, it, like you said, it might be a thing where she was she was um, willing to deal with things, but, but I wasn't, or it could have been the other way. Mm. But I've never thought of it like that because again, it's someone else's perspective. This and is you're it, never going to truly know. Some I, I might be like, this is hell, and then she, and she might be like, thinking, this is this I, is cool. No, but the thing is, yeah. so she see like in because remember, Kellen, you said you were two months, right? So it literally could have been a situation where she felt like the relationship was at a loose end. Because you, you could feel it sometimes, innit? But that doesn't mean that she didn't feel that she couldn't live with you, though. Because you might be easy to live with. You might be the easier one to live with. Shmur. Do you get me? Yeah, it's true. I think, like, something that can happen, though, and what definitely happened with me is that when I realised this wasn't the one, um, but was still living with her for a little bit after that moment, I subconsciously reacted to that in a way of like, I pushed her away probably, and she definitely clocked that. And from that moment on, we were on the same page of this isn't working. Yeah, she couldn't live with you. Yeah. Right. Because you're like, the way that you felt, you reacted to that. Yes. And so with that reaction, with that, she had a reaction. To my reaction. To, yeah, 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 yeah. So that can happen as well. At what point are you shitting in the yard when you live together? No, never. What? You can, like, I believe, right, there needs to be some boundaries. Like, what? Like, you can, you can, you can, you can do a doo doo in the yard, but she can't be, like, in the kitchen or, like, at ears high or just walk in the bathroom while you're walking the toilet while you're doing your thing. Nah, man, you gotta keep the, you gotta keep some flame. So, what? You don't shit in the yard? For a little bit. Nah, forever. What? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. It's something a girl showed me, actually. So I won't, I'm, I'm not on walking in, in, in a toilet and having a conversation with you. Like oh, you I wouldn't do that either. I don't like the fact, I'm not, do you know what it is? But taking the shit in the yard, yeah, but I just don't want her in the facility, like be in the front room. Like, I don't mean- the end of the house kind of situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't want you to hear nothing. Oh, you don't want to hear nothing, yeah. Yeah, no, I hear that. But I'm funny like that anyway. I don't like the fact, I don't like the thought of inhaling someone's ass. That's what I'm saying. And you're going to lips them after. Yeah, like someone's bottom. I'm in the yard. <laughs> in the toilet or whatever, something's come out of your bottom lips 
and and then I'm just in there and it's all in my mouth and that. I'm not, I don't like all of that. I'm That's just long, bro. I'm a bit funny about that, but you can't not not shit in that. Like what? You shit straight, Callum, quickly. Yeah. I think I no. Don't, I, I don't I, care. No, I take time. I'm not, I'm not gonna have. A, I like, bet your your shit don't stink. That's why shit, your like, shit don't stink. Nah, it does. Trust but you know what? To sometimes. be honest, yeah. Is it mad? Sometimes it's mad. Sometimes oh. it's not a fucking sense. Sometimes, yeah. I'd never have those ones. I'd never have the ones where there's never a scent. Really? Ah! Like, there's always a scent. No, but sometimes it's and it comes out clean. Oh yeah, yeah, heavy, yeah. Like a just a quick plop. Quick as well. Yeah, yeah. Just and it just like it just dunks in the. Yeah, well, yeah, I think, but you know what, right? I think for me, there's, I do the sometimes, sometimes I do things for like two reasons, right? One of the reasons is I, I'm not feeling it. And the other reason is I can see it's, it's common courtesy not to do it. So I might not have an issue with it, but I won't do it because I know it's disrespectful kind of thing. And like with the, with the toilet thing, after this woman showed me how she felt about it, it made me think- How like, did oh. she feel about she it? She was like, um, Sometimes couples, you get too comfortable with your, your partner and you start treating them like your brethren, but she's not your brethren, bruv. She's your wife. She's the mother of your children. Yeah, so she's even more so you should be able to shit around her. Yeah, but like you've got to, you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You've got to like, there's got to be some boundaries to keep the passion going because you got to work at a relationship. Why does shit have to be a boundary? I don't think it Because it's smelly and it's nasty. I, you know, this, this, I do understand your like, point, but if, I feel like some people will be able to still not, like see of their partner as their brethren, even if they're doing that shit. No, I'm not saying it's, I, I think everyone has a different yeah. opinion, but I, I find since I've been doing that, like it's almost like the women feel safe. Like they don't have to, oh my God, am I gonna, they know that I'm not really into finding out what goes on there. They're not really into. Yeah, look, let's get this clear. But it's more like I said, I'm not it's trying about, to have the, com I'm not, um, I'm not trying to make about, this a conversation ever, but I do think like there's been times bro, where I've like, Say I've gone to a hotel or like just somewhere, yeah. an excursion, yeah? And I always find that the toilet is right near the bed. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And there's never a fucking window. What are you doing holiday, there's never a fucking window. I hate you that. You affirm it, you can't get away from you, it. You, you do, but you no, I know what I do. I'll tell you what I do. You kind of got to be sneaky about it. Yeah, or yeah, go yeah. Downstairs. yeah, yeah, you go to the one in the lobby. Yeah, sometimes. But you know what, that's all, to be fair, you this is go, what it is. I want to get to that stage in life where like, like I just do it. Do but you get if, what I'm saying, If fam? you and a woman are on the same page, then it's not an issue. Yes. If you're If you're on that, but she's not, then it becomes an issue. Do you know what, to be honest with you, more time, I couldn't ever tell you whether a woman has not been on that page or not, because we just never had that conversation, really. I always, do you know what, to be fair, I actually feel like the women that I've like dated and been with, like they wouldn't even really care too much. But I think because it's like a, un, we ain't spoken about it, it's just a thing where, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it obviously happens, but I don't know, because you just go and do your thing, whatever, and then I just go and do my, I don't know. I just think it's, it's all a bit of a mad one still. But it's like, it's one of them things that no one don't ever really, no one talks about. Ah, people talk about it. I've spoken about it with every girlfriend I've had. Taking a shit. Yeah, and anyone that I've had like a long term, I've seen them for a long period, or we were actually in a relationship, like the, it gets brought in slightly. What is the other obstacles like living with someone? Um, I'm giving each other space. Mm. Cause like, when you're living with someone, you're with them 24 seven. 
So it's very important that within within the household you have your own space. Yes. And you're not constantly in each other's faces all the time. It's more like a thing where you're around and that gives me comfort. But like we don't have to do everything together because we're gonna do most things together <coughs> anyway. Yeah. So I think like giving each if if, if you you and your partner can give each other the right amounts because everyone needs different space. It goes back to the original thing you were saying in regards to the other person's perception and that comes with conversation. Somebody might want to like cuddle up on the couch all the time and then you might not want to. Yeah. You got to find a middle ground for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm mad affectionate still. It's funny you say that. That's part of the reason why it didn't work in my circumstance. She wanted cuddle all the time kind of situation. Okay. I want to cuddle sometimes but then I need my space. Yes. Within the flat. Yes, yeah, she yeah. She wasn't on that same wavelength, so we weren't connected. Okay. Yeah, because I, like, one of my one of my um, really close friends, in fact, like, he has what he calls his man cave in his house. So he's fortunate enough to be, to live in his house with his girlfriend and, um, and their child, but he has a space within the house that is his space. So yeah. it's like... He's got his work computer in there, like his work stuff and whatever. And then like during the day or whatever, he might be in there working or he'd just be chilling. There's a TV in there. He's just in there sometimes just kicking back, yeah. holding his corner. And then boom, he just comes and steps out. And then that's, I know a hundred percent, that's what I need yeah. when living I with someone. I think every man needs that. Yeah. yeah. Nah, not necessarily. Most, definitely most. A lot, most a lot. Yeah. I think, cause you know what it is? In default, women get that too. Because then you get your own space. Even if you even if you don't think that you need it, even if you don't feel like you need it, you have it. And then it becomes a, necess- a necessity that you didn't realise that you actually needed. Exactly. Do you get me? And then like, once you... It's about insecurities. I think another... Uh, you know what? Another thing, uh, another obstacle that comes with living with someone that you cannot avoid is you really get to know that person. Trust me. So when 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 you're getting to know them, you're putting up, I don't know, like your best version of yourself. And then that version goes down and goes down. When you live with someone, you can't hide from you. You, you cannot hide yourself from that person. No. <coughs> you know as well? I'm not a morning person like that. So I've always <laughs> said like, from the get go, like I'm not really that morning kind of guy. You know, you know, it's funny. <laughs> Like, you could meet a girl, yeah? Yeah. And, you know, you're having these conversations or whatever. And then, like, you know, like, in flirting, in the context of flirting and that, there's this this thing that's, a, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say society, but <clears throat> some of us has built up, like, I don't know. And maybe it works for a lot of people, but it's like in that in the morning, you wake up and you get the, you know what I mean? You start getting to the thing. And See me, I'm not that. Yeah. You gotta leave that alone more time in the morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm on that. In well. the night time, we'll get stuck in. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do all of that. But see, all like eight in the morning and that. I'm not the guy really to wake up with a neck. Like, do you get what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't really love that because I'm not in the morning. I'm not a morning guy like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Give me a couple of hours from when I've woken up, or. I'll be selfish sometimes because there might be like one time out of like one time out of the three months that I might wake up in the morning ready to, you get what mm. I'm saying? Ah, the face! 
face. Yeah, but but it's not. <laughs> bro, but it's the, D. It's not a regular though. Like it's not a reg. It's not a. But then you know what, right? I only found out I'm not a morning person because I was living with someone during lockdown because I I thought we might as well just stay together, kind of thing, and I didn't realize I wasn't a morning person until we started living together. Really? Yeah. How old are you? I'm 37. And you only just realized you were not a morning person. Yeah, and well. When you're by yourself and you feel groggy, you don't notice how irritated you are. But when you're with someone else and then they wake up and then they 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 have a certain way of being or they might be affectionate and you're like, oh wait, hold on. My brain's, I'm too tired to process, process this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I slightly have Asperger's as well mm. and ADHD. So I'm, I'm very, not I'm sensitive, but I am sensitive. When mm. things like, and when I'm when I'm just waking up, my brain is still booting itself to deal with the mm, day. Mm. So like my subconscious is more in front, the Asperger's is more in front, and like I need to wake up and push those things to the back mm. and then attack the day. Because like wow. as much as like the, Asper the, the Asperger's, it affects um, how I react to things. Okay. Whereas if I was like, say now, I could cuddle up with my missus and do all that and I'd like it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know, actually, while you're just here, for anyone who doesn't know what that is, Asperger's, could you, like, just briefly explain what that is? It's kind of like... Either it's kind of like autism or it is autism. Yeah. But it's like, it's just... It's just... Like, say, autism's a, a massive, like, spectrum, right? And I'm on the, like, beginning part of the spectrum. So I, I function like a normal person. I... I do all of that but like there are certain things in me that are heightened do you know what I mean and there's a certain way that I see things that is, is very much like um, like stuck not stuck in my ways but like it's just it's just, it's just, just a, a mind disorder yeah yeah is it a disorder I wouldn't even call it a disorder but like my my version of it isn't isn't like like I can live by myself and, and look after myself and run a business and all that I just have this little thing that I live with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've, you probably find it easier to live by yourself though than with someone, right? Uh, or nah? I realise it's the person because the person I did live with, I, 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 I know that if we was to live together more, I'd become more attached and the bond would be stronger and I think I would prefer to be with her than without her. All oh, right. But that's because of who, who I love she that. is. I can't lie, I love that stuff. Yeah, but it's not like it's not I'm not trying to be romantic. It's it's more like we we But just, you're just a romantic don, bro. Not really. You 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 no, you are. Sometimes we have conversations on the phone. Obviously they're A and B conversations. Yeah. And that. But like you're bro, you're you're like me, bro. Yes. We are in the same category when it comes to that, I think. No, I think that's one of yeah, one of the yeah. reasons why we why we get on. Okay. Not because we're romantic together, but because you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm romantic. I don't sometimes, think you have to give bro. them the disclaimer. They know we're not together. <laughs> but just, just so y'all know, <laughs> we don't do this. To, uh, <laughs> no, do you know what it is, right? Good. I, the reason I don't call that romance is because mm. I've started, I've started separating things in my mind. Right? Mm. Romance is fun. Romance is making your woman feel like she's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Romance is dressing up, going going somewhere. Romance you ever wrote a poem? writing a letter. You ever wrote a poem? Of course I have. I wrote a poem the other day. Have you delivered it? Like did you say did you say it? Yeah. Bruv, I Out write, loud. I write love songs. Bro, I wrote a poem one time. I write bruv recently. Every song I've ever written 
if it's a love song, it's for someone. I've I've played songs I've written for women because I can't say to them how I'm feeling. So I, I play them the song. Yeah, then, I hear that. And then they're on it. Have you ever like said the bar? So like, say like you've been with a girl and you've been like, I've wrote a song, whatever. Yeah, instead of playing it, how, do you ever just say the lyrics? No. You know, like you just said it like, one day I was chilling out. Nah, nah. <laughs> You know, oh, no, babes, I wrote this song. Yo, babes, one day we were just hanging out, just chilling. And I remember how you no. smelled. <laughs> it wasn't chilling. <laughs> You're just winning. No, I, I, it's, it's I was in... thinking about you while I was at work, grinning. Oh, oh, did you just come shit. up with that? Yeah, come on, G. Bro, you got to put that on the rhythm. You're coming out through the speakers, Callum. <laughs> I don't know why that is. Go on, but like, um, uh, where was I going? With yeah, like writing right, poems. Yeah, yeah, so like... But I wrote a poem still. I feel like I know me writing songs for someone and sending it to them, I know it's romantic and it's sensitive, but it's still embarrassing for me. Okay. But I, I also know this is sometimes, this is the best way for me to connect to someone else. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So... Um, in regards to relationships and going back to the original point hold on hold on one sec Callum you're coming out on the speaker so um, uh, if you can talk outside because for some reason it's coming out in speakers yeah for some reason it's coming out here and obviously remember the cameras on it yeah I bet I'm going to need it up yeah I'm going to need it up but um, just remember the timer on the cameras yeah go on sorry bro sorry brother yeah so, in regards to the bond and stuff like that, I don't think that's romantic. I think it's a it's a necessity for a relationship to grow and flourish. To understand that, like, I enjoy this person's company. I actually enjoy it so much so, I want more of it. I want to be around. It's, it's, that's more of a logical thing. Yeah. That's like a conversation. Do you know what? That's even a conversation. With, it's not about the other person. It's about you. That, of course, yeah. So how do I feel about having you in my space? Yes. How do I feel about spending time with you and, and sharing? Well, you say having you, in, having you in my space. Yeah. But then I guess it depends on the property. The property determines the, the sentence in that. Because yes, the yes, reason why no. I say that, let me, yeah, let me know whether I'm wrong in saying this. Because bearing in mind, I've not, not lived wrong. with anyone. So when I say like my space... Usually it's like, okay, you're going to come and live in my house. Right. So that's how I, like, how do I feel about you being in my space? But if we are deciding to move out and live together in a property, yeah. independent of, well, separate to how, where we've been living before, yeah. and we go in there together, it's now, how do I feel about us being in a, a space together? Do you get me? Yeah. And I so do. there's, there's I, I get that. is it the same thing or is it not? I feel like I, the mentality is different. I look at it differently because I see it as um, if she moves into my house, yeah. financially, the house is mine. Yes. We're not splitting that. But we are sharing a space. So the space is ours. What I mean by my space is just my personal, like right now, me and you are hanging out, right? You've got your space. I've got my space. We've decided to share that in this room. Yeah, well, but technically it's, it's my space and I've invited you in there. Yeah, it but is, still. but it's still, I'm, I'm still saying, okay, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm lending you yes. me in it. I'm yeah, saying yeah. like, okay, 
I like talking to you on the phone. We're good friends. Yeah. I like your podcasts. You've invited me to come down. I could have still said no. Not like I would have, but what I'm trying to say is that mm. I could have said no because I'm just like, I'm not comfortable around Chucky or I don't, I don't feel like I want to be that sharing with him. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So like the bonding thing, again, going back to that, that is about, for me, it's about you you and yourself and how you feel about the other person. Yeah, for real. I'm ready anyway. I'm, I'm, I've ready never, like, ages, I've bro. been ready for a minute still. Before I knew I wasn't ready to live with anyone. Maybe that's because of the relationships and stuff that I was in. Not that I've, and the maddest thing is, yeah, is that like, I ain't had bad, rela- I ain't even, it's so mad because like, I could be quite complimentary about the, the few relationships that I've been in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I could be quite complimentary. It's, do you know what? It's quite unique in the sense that like, if going into a new relationship was about um, having a reference from your last one, I don't think that I would have a, I don't think that I would get terrible references like that. Mm. Do you get me? But for whatever reason, it d- didn't work out or whatever. But years back though, I could easily tell you, I would never have been ready. I wasn't even really ready to go on a holiday with people and <laughs> share my space with people they, my, do you see what bro, i'm saying me and my brethren almost had a big falling out but do you see what i'm saying now about big sharing one. space you get it yeah 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 so let me ask you something here go do you know what you want from a partner do i know what i want from a partner because that changed everything for me go, go on when i when before i was just like oh she's attractive and i'll get to know her and i'll work out if it suits me but i already know what suits me i know what I need, I know the basics that I need from a relationship. What's the basics? The first one is laughter. Okay. I need to find you funny. If we're gonna have a long, <laughs> like me, I find you funny, bruv. That is one of the, re- that's one of the, that's reason why I've, I have as decided to say, you know what, I wanna be this guy's friend. That's one of the things I value from you. Yeah. That I need, I need laughter. If you can make me laugh, right? I'm always, I'm always gonna wanna, be around you. Like I've been with certain artists and I didn't know they were funny and then they're funny. And I'm, I'm like, do you know what? I want to be in the studio with you more because you make me laugh more than even making tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's a... I really like, I love, I love women with substance. And so like... What type of substance though? Are so, we talking about political substance? Are we talking about family substance? I'm talking about like, ge- like general substance. And what I mean by that is, is that like, Cause I'm a, I'm a, I like, like, it's weird because I'm a conversationalist, yeah. But at the same time, I'm quite reclusive in my own space. So like a lot of the time when I'm outside of doing this, I'm in my own bubble, in my own world, not really trying to have conversations with anyone other than the person that I'm with. Yeah. So, and I'll, and I'll talk to the person that I'm with constantly and regularly or whatever. Yeah. But I like being able to indulge in different types of conversations, even if we're just way off topic. Do you get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. Like, you want some, to be like something might happen. Yeah, like something might culture. happen. Huh? You want it to be intelligent and versed in culture. Like just be able to unpack things with me and or yes. unpack things yes. together. Do you get what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, great example, yeah. When we got in here before, we just randomly started talking about, um, what was it? We was clouds. talking about clouds. But before that, we was talking about, I said, Someone said something about controlling the weather, mm. yeah? So I'm like, yo, carnival comes. If carnival weekend comes and it's hailstone, yeah, they definitely 100% and can we control. can go on record to say, can everyone like, whoever's listening or watching, yeah, 
remember Chucky said this because if this does happen, if it hails stones, a, can I swear? Yeah, got bruv. A, there's a fuckery. Yeah, of course. If it hails stones on that carnival weekend, they one hundred million percent are controlling sure. whoever. Sure. Trust me, because they know that. You know what I mean? I'm not saying for people to do that, but I'm just letting you know. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. That's a conversation. <laughs> Even if it's a stupid conversation, we can just catch some joke and talk about it or whatever. And then within that conversation, something smart will come up. Something stupid might come up. Something funny might come up. Something smart again. Do you understand what I'm saying? I love that. But I've been in, I've been in a scenario of one particular girl where it was like, like we'd bring up something and she just had nothing to say about anything. And so now I'm like, yeah, this is a bit, this is a bit air to me. But then, and then also, one of the reasons why I say substance like that is because I know that some people, and it works for them, so I don't even say this as a disrespect, but for some people, their, their substance might just be in one particular field and that's just all that they value. So for example, you know, their thing is about designers. That's it. There's nothing else. It's about taking good pictures together on Instagram. It's about wearing the high-end brands and that. And that is the field. That is the 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 um the foundation. That's what you're building on. And that's all it is. Mm -hmm. And you know what? If it works for you, if you like it, I love it. You get me? But for me, I'm just like, yo, man. That's what I'm saying. If you can work out already, that, that was a very... You know yourself, innit? That was a very direct explanation, yeah. descriptive explanation of one of the things you'd want from someone. If you was to sit down and say, what are the four, five, six key things I actually need for me, for this relationship to work? And you would know that and you understand that, like you understand the substance thing. Like another thing I need is, I need a woman to be, um, what's the word? Um, ambitious. Oh yeah. I find um, ambition very attractive. Yeah very attractive like i find wanting to learn new things and wanting to better yourself i just i just that will make me want to cuddle my girl and just kiss her all over her face oh yeah oh, all over her face you know what i mean like good good for you bruv yeah, like, like i'll be saying to her good for you yeah good for you Mwah. like yeah you know what i'm saying that but like i'll be proud. on the chin on chin face Lips. everywhere yeah ear Nose, no, but it's not sexual. It's more like yeah, like oh my god, you're so drama. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah I hear what you're saying. Oh, trust me, I'll bite you. You know, don't play with me. You know what, like that, like I love them ones as well. Those ones where it's like something said or whatever, and you just want to squeeze them to like not yeah. to death, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you just want to just. But well, that's what I'm saying. It's like you can. Nah, he's have loud. a better you you will have a better relationship if you understand who you are and what you need i need someone with patience yeah because i do have asperger's and, they, and there might be certain times when the way i'm acting is not about you because i'm dealing with certain emotions that are, are vexing me or irritating me yeah and like i just need to give me my space to, to deal with that but not but be secure in yourself that it's not you yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, if you if you give me that, I'll communicate to you. I'll be like, you know what, babes, it's not you. You haven't done anything wrong. I'm just upset at the moment, and yeah. there's no reason why. Just a little thing. Let me just calm down, and and she'll be like, okay, babes, yeah. like stuff like that. Like, I, I need you to have your own life. Oh my god, man! Oh, there's nothing worse than being in a relationship and like 
that you are their everything. Yes, long. That is long. I don't want to be nobody's everything. Have your brethren's in it. Like, go out and do shit. Like, go out and do some stuff with your brethren's and that. That's cool. Because do you know what? Do you know what? I am. Because I'm going to. I'm going to be with my brethren. And I'm you know not. what? It's going to be an issue if you like to go out and do... Like, I like to go out. I actually don't really... Like, what do you, when you say like to go out... What I'll sense? just go to, like, a club randomly. Yeah. Like a West End club. I'll call up one of my DJ friends. I'll be like, yo, you playing tonight? Yeah, I'll just roll up. Or I might go to a living proof by myself. Or I might go with friends. I like to go out and have a life. Yeah. Whether I'm with people or by myself. There, there's been multiple times people can tell you they've seen me in Shoreditch, slightly tipsy, maybe a <laughs> bit more tipsy, and I'm just by myself. And they're yeah. like, right, you're just rolling. I'm like, yeah, this is... And then other times you'll see me with a group, group of people. Like, But um, yeah, I need someone that has their own life and their own friends. 100%. And I want to be a part of that that culture. I don't want to be the culture. No, I hear you. And talking of needing, like, talking of needing, yeah. Mm. Did you see, because I feel like this is a conversation still. Ah. Did you see, <laughs> did you hear that Fredo track? That you put out the other, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of that? Like, uh, do you know what? No, I'm not even doing any of that. I'm no, not even doing I, none no, of that. No, no, because it's positive. I liked the record. Oh, get out of it. Listen, let me tell you something, right? Get out of no, here. No, no, all right, all right, listen to what I'm saying. And I want everyone to listen to this, yeah? The beat itself is banging, yeah? Is it up? Let me try and see if I can listen, find the it. The beat is banging, yeah? When you listen to the flow and the patterns, if you take away the words- Fredo's hard. That's hard, bro. Like, I tell you what, was it one of them things where a lot of people didn't like it, but it just didn't offend you? No, I loved the record. Loved it? Yeah. Cause I'm a man like, I like beats and I like melodies and I like all that sort of stuff. This bit's yeah. hard, bruv. No, no. no, 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 no cause, no. cause everyone's <laughs> judging the song from two lines. Hickory no. dickory dock. And, and then no, all no. of a sudden the song's whack because of two lines, bruv. Two lines, you know? That's the first I've heard of it. That's, That's it? what I'm saying. Play the song again. No, play the song again. I'm sorry, you right? Play the whole thing. I've, I, I, think I, I think everyone overreacted with this, right? Right? Forget the two lines. No, no. The reason why people didn't overreact, yeah, is because I don't believe that the beat is actually that bad. And I don't even think the idea of the song is that bad. But from how I rate Fredo and what I hear from Fredo, this is not to say that you shouldn't try new things, by the way, because you're a man who tries things. Yeah. yeah? And I, like, I don't agree or I don't subscribe to the notion of just staying in your lane. But Fredo to me does something very, very well, yeah? Yeah. And so to me, when I've heard him do this, this wasn't something, in my opinion, that he did remotely well at all. But I don't want to bash. I don't want to batter him about the song. I wanted to talk so about. So, what, what do you need from Fredo? Wait one second. Wait one second. And the video, man. Video's hard. Now. Come on, bruv! It's trash, bro. But, but, you like this? Do you, do you think it's trash for Fredo? I, when I'm comparing it to what, 
I just don't, li- bro. I did. This right, is the thing. What do you like? Do you know what Alfredo? is? I don't want to do this. Oh. I don't want to do I'm this. I'm not in it, right? Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to do this. That's how everyone. Wait, 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 wait. That's how I don't everyone wanna... was reacting, and in my head I was thinking, bro, you're mad. I do not want to do this because I don't want to make it seem like I don't actually rate Fredo because I no, like I know Fredo. you rate him, but I'm just saying this I... song here. When I heard this, I was like, in, and this is why I wanted to bring this up. I'm like, like what was happening in the studio at this point? that like everyone felt like this was the wave. Now, let me tell you this. Music is subjective, yeah? So we can all like different things. Like there would be somebody who would like that Vibes Cartel tune. You heard the Vibes Cartel tune that you put out the other day. No. Did you hear the Vibes Cartel tune? No. All right, so there'll be some people that will like, I can't believe you ain't even heard this. Wait one second. Oh no, he took, oh, he took it off. Oh, flames. Oh, it was that bad. Yeah, he took, wait, he took it off, but I don't know. Like, let me try and see if I can find it. You're going to go on YouTube, innit? Yeah. But anyway, there'll be somebody out there that will like that shit, yeah? yeah? But for me, I'm like, I always think to myself, is there ever anyone in the studio that says, you know what, bruv? This one's just not it, bro. Like, I don't even... Oh, here we go. Y'all makes oh, it so... <clears throat> what was that, an exposure? Easy to see um? how much money you're spending. Oh, it's an ad? Yeah. I thought it was someone sending him a voice note. <laughs> Is this Vibes Cartel? No, let me hear this though. No, no, hold on. Don't, bro, don't, don't you fucking dare. No, I want to hear this. Don't let you me, dare. Let me hear. He hasn't heard it. At least play it. This is Vibes Cartel, bruv. Are you sure? That's Vibes Cartel, bro. That's Vibes Cartel. Okay, one thing I'll say about that. For what that song is... It's all right. It's all right, but... But it's not... Vi- here, yes. No. So here, this is, that is almost my point. So that's a different argument, though, but because so this is brand. Freedom. That's what I'm saying. This is a brand thing, yeah, because it's like, when I listen to that record, I'm like, I'm into these type of records. I kind of like that. But I, I know Vibes Cartel for Ramping Shot and all them things there. Yeah. That's what I would expect from him. Yeah, yeah. And because I'm used to getting that brand from him, it would be hard for, for you to take. I can still like it though. Yes and no. It's uh, bro, like Mars Bar, it's like Mars bro, Bar, yeah? You like Mars Bar, right? But do you like the dark chocolate version? Bro, if Dave sang Devil in the Blue Dress, it wouldn't bang. Until he does it, you don't know. Bruv, it wouldn't bang, bruv. Until he does it, you don't know. Bruv, it wouldn't bang. <laughs> See, I don't believe in squashing an idea before you at least try No, try it. Uh, do you know what? I rate that he tried this. He even, like, he That's put up a video. He put a video up just the other day and he was like, rah, he just wanted to try something new, innit? Yeah, man. But of course, listen, don't make what the backlash that you got stop you from trying something new. But I would try planned, something. I look at Heady One's product. Did you listen to Heady One's product, project recently? Yes. His least recent one. You can see that he was trying something new. Again, I didn't really love it. But wasn't that a collaborative project? No, I don't think so. I swear was it was him and the producer. Was it? Yeah, because I think like the way he- That's still it, trying something I new think though. The, yeah, but I think the way he, that he- did, All right, boom, Heady One is a great example. I think the way Heady- um, It's called deliv- um, it's called Music and Road. Right. I think the way Heady um, delivers that- Yeah, go on. I think the way Heady delivered that from the marketing I saw, I was like- okay, No, it's called it's- Gang. That's it. Sorry, it's called Gang. Yeah, so you know like Run The Jewels? That Killer Mike does his own thing, yeah. and then he's got a group called Run the Jewels. And what Killer Mike makes by himself is one sound, and what Run the Jewels makes yeah. by themselves is one sound. And I feel like that's what Heading One was doing. He had he had a producer, 
and they produced the whole thing together but they were trying something new as a like a Nas Barkley kind of vibe. yeah 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 but they just didn't call it Nas but but like the way I saw the marketing I was like okay I'm not really gonna I'm not going to expect what I usually expect from Heady One yeah because he's already told me like this is with someone else something else yeah it's yeah, like yeah. if I was to yeah he he already gave you the he already gave you the heads up kind of thing it's like if I was to make an album with Premiere yeah. You wouldn't expect me to be singing all over the guy. I think Fredo might, if Fredo did that, he might have got a different reaction, actually. I think if he would have, if before this song came out, mm. if he would have just said, you know what, yeah, I'm trying, I'm going to about to drop something in a couple of weeks. And he's already, he gets strong engagement. So when he goes on live and that, he gets however many thousands of people on there. He's like quite funny without even realizing that he's funny. So when he ever, he does stuff, do the blogs, take clips and whatever and post it about or whatnot. I think if he would have just said, you know what, I'm trying a thing. I'm actually gonna try, I'm just trying a thing. I'm gonna see how this works. I'm gonna dip this one out there and see what happens, yeah? Then I think that like, maybe the reaction might have been different. But I think though, because it just came out of the blue, when I heard it, I was like, I was just, I was so surprised hearing that from him. But let me just go to Heady One quickly, yeah? When I listened to Heady One Project, even though I didn't love it that much, I actually listened to it thinking, Heady One has actually just got legs in this game. Like, I just feel yeah, like he's, he's going to be around for a long time. Yeah, he's yeah. a musician. Because I could see, you know what? He's trying to do something that is just a bit bigger than him at the moment. And he's trying to experiment. He's coming, he's a road man who's, you know, coming out of his comfort zone and well, he's, he's trying to do something. And he's all right then. So when I've heard it, I'm like, this one may not have been the one, but the next one probably will probably be done. Yeah, 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 the next one probably would. And maybe that might even be the same with Fredo. The next one after that might be the one that really connects. I, but I... this wasn't even the conversation I was going to have. The conversation I was actually going to have is, when we, especially going back to the needing, when we were talking about needing and that, yeah? Mm. Don't you feel like you need a person in the studio that is going to tell you, yo, this one is not the one. Even if, the song becomes the one. Even if the song becomes the one. Because the reason why I say that is because at least you know the person who told you that it wasn't the one, but it did bang, at least you know that they were just being genuine and they wasn't just trying to fucking, you get what I'm saying? Like, just be that guy. Okay. I, this is my answer to that question. Go on. For me. Mm. I need several of those people. Okay. But not in the studio. When I'm in the studio, yeah, I need to be free. I need I to that. be free to create whatever I want. Yeah. And then once I've created whatever I want, I will listen to it. I and that. the ones that I think bang is why I'll say, Chucks, what do you think of this? Then I'll say, but when you're in the studio, it's like, unless you've got positive things to say, I, don't I hear, that. hear it. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be discouraged. You don't want to be discouraged. Yeah, yeah. I, hear I that. don't want to hear it yeah, hear because you. it's creativity. It's subjective, right? Yeah. And I just think those opinions. You're never gonna really put out a great body of work or a great piece of art if you're constantly asking people their opinion while you're making the art. Your art is subjective to you. Yeah. I also think as well. Yeah, that like even if. But you do need those people around. Hundred percent. Not in the studio. Or if they're going to be in the studio, you better be nice and kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, nod your head in the studio. Do you know what? As far as I'm concerned, if you don't have that, if you don't have a... I, I, do you have one person that will tell you, like, at least, aside from me? Do everyone, you have everyone that I go to for music, 
will tell me whether they like or dislike a song. Okay, good. Once I know that you like my music, I'm comfortable with you telling me you don't like this. Because I know you're not going to like everything I make. Yeah. But I know that I have I have a specific style. And if I hit the nose on the head, out of this five, seven people I send it to, majority of them will. Like I've, I've, I have I've made some funky records, yeah? Mm. The other day, like 10 of them. And there was like five people that I trust. So I just made the loops, right? Just quick little ideas. And I sent all 10 to six people. Yeah. And I asked them to tell me what their favorite four was. And then I wrote out the names of the songs and then I did a tally. And there was one song that just won out of everything. And then there was two songs underneath that. And then there was one song underneath that. So those four are the ones I was gonna finish. Okay. Now I know they've, I've got what I need out of it. I've been creative. I've made the rhythms I make. Now when I release music, now it's about adding value to other people. Yeah. I feel like when, I, when I've been in studios myself, I've been in so many different studios around so many different people or whatever. Yeah, So many different artists <clears> and that. And sometimes I feel like some of the brethrens that are in the studios, I guess it just depends on where you come from, the type of people that you have around you or whatever, yeah. But I do feel like sometimes the brethrens that are in the studio, for some, in some way, whether it's conscious or subconscious, don't want to fuck up their bag. They don't want to fuck up the invite to the show. Do you get what I'm saying? They don't want to fuck up the opportunity with the, like, there might be yelling around or something like that. And like, I want to be there. I want to be around everything. I want to... I, I wanna I wanna be in the mix. I just feel like people in the studio sometimes or the people that you have around you that love everything are the they are the dangerous ones, bro. Yeah. They're just the dangerous one because they just wanna be around. So then why do you just wanna be around like that? Like what is that about? Yeah, but life, everyone just wants to hang around for the glit like yo because they think your life is exciting and they think that they will get some form of enjoyment from being around you you might get more enjoyment by just being the realist around 100% you might do I might keep some artists are sensitive bro some artists like I can take anyone telling me I don't like a record because once I've made up my mind on what I think I've made up my mind like Party Hard the five people I sent Party Hard to they all hated the record one of them told me it's the worst record you've ever made in your life and this but that's guy, good. this guy chose that's good. Devil in a Blue Dress. This guy chose African Warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made that. Party Hard. All five of them were like, I'm not sure. One of my friends, one of my friends was like, D, this is my favorite instrumental. Why are you putting grime in funky? Like, you're going to ruin our scene. Like, we, we had a full-blown argument. We're going to talk about funky in a bit. Yeah, we'll we had a full-blown argument about Party Hard. But I'm just like, I rate that. But I love the song so much. I was like, you know, I'm gonna put it out anyway. I rate that too. Yeah. I rate that too. Because at least you know he wasn't on a bandwagon his thing. Yeah. He was just telling you how he felt. Do you get what I'm saying? It might have been different if he told you don't pull it out. Like no, I would like, never no, no, I, was, I, I would he, never he tell No, he was saying that. Oh, okay. he was saying he was, that. He was switching on. Yeah, no, nah, see, like I I don't I don't agree with that. I don't think that anyone should ever tell someone and me and, me and not to guy, put you have to go with that yourself. Me and that guy have had two arguments in our life, and that one was the worst one. In our, in our, he's been my friend since I was 18 years old and we've had two big arguments and that was the worst one. Well, and the, the reason why I bring up the Fredo, the reason why I bring up the Fredo thing as well is because in the video that he mentioned, yeah. talking about the song and that, yeah. he was like, rah, a man them in the studio and that was gassing me up, bruv. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah, was yeah, telling yeah, me, rah, yeah. this is the fucking hardest thing in that. And so then I've done that and it, and it wasn't really. And so it's like, I don't even trust these things anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but, 
it would have been, I feel like the dynamics would have been different if he did that thinking this was the hard, I, I feel like this is hard. And someone said, bro, I don't even think it was. I don't even, I don't even think it is that good. But do you know what? He turned around and said, well, I'm going with it anyway. I'm going to go and do it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. The thing is, you can't win. You can't, you can't hit the target every time. Do you know I understand I, that. I, I and and as artists, artists have to understand that too. It's like, you're not going to win every time. Sometimes, like even with podcasts, bro, not every episode I'm going to do is going to be the bang, bro. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Sometimes I might, you know, have an idea of having a certain type of guest or whatever or talk about a certain thing and it doesn't, it just doesn't even really work. But I rate, I rate him for trying it. I don't think, I was harsh in saying it was trash because it isn't trash, but it is not like, I'm, I don't want to hear that from Frey. I'm, me personally, I just All don't right. in it. So that's okay. That's okay too. Yeah. But one, I would actually know what Fredo thought of the song. Because if he liked it, cool, because I like it, so cool. And then the second thing is- Sometimes you can like things when you're, when everyone, when everyone's like, when some, when you're playing something and everyone's like, and it's yours. When it's yours, you could be half-hearted in it. I don't think Fredo's And someone could be like, yo. Like that. I don't think Fredo is easily swayed like that, I'm sorry. He doesn't seem like the type of man that you can just, 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 you know what I mean? And he changes his mind, like. I just, I hear that still, but I just, Sometimes, and I could be wrong in saying this, but I could just easily imagine the environment where like every man's just smoking spliff and that and it's just going off. Bruv, let me tell you something. Yeah. You know, like man are just, ju like I'm not saying in his studio, by the way, I'm just ah. saying in like in general, like man are just jumping up and down all over the place going absolutely ham. Yeah. But you know what though? But they might have actually felt that. If you're, yeah, but if you're up made it, would you like it the same? Oh, I saw Rick Ross, in the car one time. Oh my days. Rick Ross was like- Why are you taking it there? Cause Rick Ross was, um, what was it? Man said op, you know. No, Rick Ross was listening to a 50 song. Was it Hate It or Love It? Yeah. Where he said, my yeah, mum yeah, was yeah, kissing yeah. a, what was it? Uh, my mum my was kissing a girl. Yeah. Or something yeah. like that. And he's sitting in the car and he's saying the lyrics and that. And he's like, yo, we like up bro. Like that's kind of, it's kind of, you know that he don't even fuck with 50 like that. And if, I think that he was still kind of mocking him a bit. Yeah. Cause it was like, yeah, your mum was kissing a girl and that. And no, I think he liked. But I still think he liked. He couldn't. Him. He couldn't just say, "Yo, this is a bang." Yeah. He he, he was like, I I I love this tune so much. I want to share it with the world, but I can't fully. Let me see. If I, I'm sure I downloaded that. So boom, yeah. Go on. I when it comes to like, I'm just trying to see if I can find it. Talk. I'm so all right, boom. So when it comes to rap music, yeah. Yeah. I like people to. I like all types of styles of rap lyrically. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I think I like the Fredo record because Fredo for me is someone who's very descriptive. I like the way he tells a story. He did a freestyle on, um, is it Tiffany Calver? Probably. Yeah, he did a freestyle on a pod. I, I, I've changed people's opinions about Fredo because of this freestyle. What, the what? Has there been a consensus of him not being good? No, some of my friends don't get it. Like my, I'm 37 years old. Some of my friends mm. don't get all this. Do you get what I'm saying? Some of my friends are just like, they're just like, we, what the fuck we is prefer that? Garage and Funky. Like, yeah. we don't like Drill <laughs> and this gangster rap and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Whereas me now, I'm open to new things. So the main thing I love about Fredo is he tells me um, how he's feeling and how he's thinking about something in a very interesting and clever way. Yeah. But I also like rap just for the sake of rapping. So do I. That's what I, I like. I like 
people that you're not even talking sense, but what you're saying oh. is swaggy. It's cool. Like, do you get what I'm saying? It's well, just, so like we it's always just, we always talk about Cameron on the podcast as that, well. That, oh, like that. Cameron's in my top ten. When z- I was oogie woogie. Oh my the days. Pinky winky. When we was dinky inky. But bruv, if you listen, <laughs> if you listen to um, if you listen to the rhyme patterns though, yeah, it's hard still. Ah, oh, uh, yo, I spit that. Um, should, I, should I see if I can find play, one? Play, play, oh, play the Nicole. Ah, oh, there's there's a Cameron song. It's got Nicole Ray on it. Bruv, play that. We in the zone. My soldiers want to stand by. In the zone. Did by the fair wide dip set. Dip set. Oh, hey, listen. Oh, my. If you listen to the rhyme patterns, yeah, he doesn't have to make sense, bruv. He's do. He, he's Wait, she was on a couple. Uh, wait, is it Nicole Ray's song or is it Cameron's song? No, Cameron. Is it fat? It's not family ties. Yeah, listen. Oh, yeah. Man, I spit that pimp talk. You hang out where the pimps collide. Pipping my ride. I just pipped the ride. Oi, bro, play that again. Play that again. I forgot about this. I forgot about this. Play again for the people. Yeah, I forgot about this. Listen to the rhyme patterns, bro. Man, I spit that pimp talk. You hang out where the pimps collide. This is a pimp in the ride. No need to pimp the ride. This is a pimp in the ride. No need to pimp the ride. Pimp the ride. This is a slim chick. Wait, that's where he starts going mad with it, isn't it? Bruv. Okay. You good girl. Right where you yeah, nah, stay, bruv. Are you mad? Yeah, yeah. Cameron was doing his thing still, even though he was flinging in certain things in there that was like, I don't know what's like, going for, on. Cameron could have said, I was going to the nursery. Yeah, yo, it was hurting me superbly. Yeah. In the grocery, yeah, I would have been yeah. like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, did he just put all them rhymes oh. in one place? Do you know what I like what rappers do as well? Yeah, when they throw two things together that don't even need to be together, but it's just to paint a mad picture. Yeah, like I was in KFC with my kitty cat, with my gitty gat, ready to bust a cat. I'm involved. Yeah, I'm all, I'm in all of that. <laughs> I'm involved. Mama's in KFC with the kitty cat, ready to bust the gap. And Bro, I, I that, my man was in KFC with a cat. Yeah. With the firearm. Yeah. Ready to stick it on boss man for no he, reason. the way he was saying it though, is it's interesting, it's fun. Do we have a rapper like that here? We got loads of rappers like that. No, like, like flinging just bad shit just to, for the sake of just doing that. Bare rhymes. I wouldn't say for the sake, oh, there, there, there are rappers that do that. Cause my favorite rappers from here don't do that. Like Blade Brown right now is my favorite, he's got my favorite, he had my favorite rap, actually no. Um, A2 had my favorite rap project yes, last year, but Blade Brown's was second. I'll be honest with you. I've heard RV do that in a couple of drill records. Is it, yeah? Yeah, bro. I, I, I remember, I, I must've listened to I can't remember the song, but it was on K-Trap's album. And when RV came in, bruv, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing, bruv. I, I, he told a story and the rhymes within it, and he's, he's, he's mocking the police. Mm. But like, oh, bruv, if I can find what the song is, yeah? The, the way he comes in is just tremendous. Like there's rappers that, there are rappers that do that. And it's kind of like, I, I love just shit talking. I love just, like flows, yeah. and, and that's why I like that song because I think the Fredo song, the flow's banging and the beat's banging. It's just that everyone heard Hickory Dickory Dock and just switched off, but <laughs> that's banging. In my head, yeah, that is banging. He found a way to put that no, in No, I don't rhyme. think that's what everyone heard still, but I understand what you mean when you say that. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is, no, you know what? You probably are right, actually. 
you probably are right that the majority, because, and I say this as no disrespect, yeah, but it's like the backlash that came off the song. I wouldn't say that I would have been a part of that backlash because I feel like on social media, what if one person leans like this? That thing could have turned a whole different way. If if Fredo dropped that song, and then let's say you know one of the first people to respond to the song being hard was like, um, what's his name, Virgil or whoever. Then all of a sudden now, oh my if days, you're looking oh at a whole different reaction. Yeah, you're looking at a whole different reaction, bro. But my man. thing is like when I'm having conversations with like amongst music heads, this my my I don't put my thoughts and feelings into what the general part, because my love for music is very different. It's not surface level, like, and that's no disrespect to, you know what I'm saying? But like, now nah, I look at things quickly, a lot more deeper. Come back. Huh? I need to piss quickly, I need to come ah, back. Okay. Yeah, would you, would you, would you pause that now? No, 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 we'll just wait. Before we just move on quickly, wait, let me just skim for Bitch. Come on, come on. Oh my days. Dipset, bitch. Bro, don't gas you, man, please, please. Uh-huh. Please, don't, don't, don't. Get out the way, cause I move bricks, get out the gay and it's He was on his Bruh. He was on his work, bro. He's too much. But anyway, fucking um as I said, like the rappers and that that I'm listening to right now, they don't really they don't really do that. They're not that's not the thing like that. Do you get me? There's a but, few um, man, there's a few man that that do it. Like, none are coming to my head. No. The first one, actually, Avellino does that slightly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Avellino kind of like, because <clears throat> it's the punchline thing, isn't it? So it's like sometimes, the last I remember one some people would mention that, actually, where they would say that like, like some punchlines were a bit of a stretch. Mm. Do you get me? So it was like, it doesn't really make too much sense, but it kind of does though. To me, it was never that deep. So whenever, I remember people said that about Crepton Conan and that as well. And I'm like, but, like it's not that it's not that deep. It just sounds good. Either way, it just sounds good, isn't it? To right. me. Let me tell you something. First of all, I think Wretch and Avellino, they are the best rappers in the UK. Like when it comes to skill, like you, it, they are they are machines, bruv. I'm talking about wordplay, flow, mm. topic, mm. shit talking, storytelling. They were blessed. God, he went he when he was making them. Someone distracted him and he just poured everything in. <laughs> <laughs> in both of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so that's- We got some good ones though. Yeah. We got some good ones. As I said, yeah, I'm like proper on A2. I'm on Nux. Nux is like, I'm always talking about Nux here. He's like one of my young favorites. I like um, Nux because right I like the way he tells stories. Yeah, Nux is good, man. That song Home, bro. Oh, that be- that's been on my playlist for bro. a minute, bro. Home? Do you know, I was speaking to him the other day and I was like, right, because I listened to the project here and I was like, um, I was like, did, did you know that home was going to pick up the traction that it did? Because it kind of like started a bit slow and then all of a sudden it just started like, I think the visual to it really like lifted it because you see the story in the words. Do you get me? Sometimes when you listen to a song in that year, sometimes depending on the situation, you just listen to the song, whatever, it's cool, it's cold. But then when you actually make a good video that um, sort of 
showcases exactly what it is that you're saying as well. It makes you realise, oh yeah, shit, there's actually a real story behind this. You get me? Bruv, but Nux has been putting out interesting music from ages. From time. From ages, bruv. His I've birthday spent songs money. I've spent money on his music. Yeah, I do that. This is what I wanted to say. I do it all the time. In Grime, yeah. yeah, in Grime, when it comes to like loads of rhyming patterns in a sentence, Trim used to do that. I'm big nasty. Yeah. Well, P Money does that. P Money can do that. Yeah. There's times when I listen to P Money and he's fitting in hella fucking rhyming. That's what I'm to... saying. Like with I, 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 I saw it more in Grime than I did. But then I feel like Grime people was influenced by Cameron this, and, and and all of that. So that makes sense. Let me play you this from P Money. Let me see if I can. Um, this is P Money, yeah, mm. featuring fucking. Um, Splurge Boys. I think Splurge Boys produced it. Yeah, I'm gonna go to one particular part. Wait. Where council flats piss off the eight nine oh sickin' and stuff, you man hit the belly. You now I'm hearing your mum's phone never rang. Shut up, come on, bro. The ain't gang. Ten K lads and instant now. What's the plan? All this for a bad beat. Bad beat never learned from mother, so your dinner's all bland. Capital J for these jokers, fam. Stupid and high, you need to Listen, there's never a space. There's never like P Money does not give you like if there's an instrumental, he he hugs it like this. This is what he does to the instrumental. He does that. Yep, yep. He does all of that. All all over it, bruv. You can't, like, there's never a space, bro. It's me, nobody's controlling, man. No drink, no smoke, just me on my shirt. Right, and tea in the booth, up with a left Pinocchio with a bashed in nose. Right, here we go. Violate what? me in this beef, I'll use those. G's on dirt, nothing like these internet geeks on nothing but attacking posts. Don't nah. the relationship, my young tub see red when they shoot, they got Rashford goals. Uh -huh. From young and impressed with lies, these lot with a left Pinocchio with a bashed in nose. Uh -huh. Violate me in this beef, I'll use my last bread if it meant your back got toast. Bruv, P Money is fucking mad. With it, bro. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to get something from Big Nasty I recorded years ago. Bruv. Oh, lick off his head like Stone Love. Oi, bruv. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Are you oh, stupid? do you know who else does it? Oh, my bro, days. Do you know who else I'm does it as well? Right Merxton. Merxton does it as well. Yep, yeah, Merxton does do it. Hold on. Chuckalini. Here we go. Merxton's actually, that was a better example to Right. Be go to, go to eight minutes and. Yeah, 8 minutes and 20 seconds, or eight, 8 minutes and 25 seconds. 8 minutes and 25 seconds? Yeah, and it's cool, yeah. If you, see, you, got, you got the video, yeah? Yeah. 8 minutes and 25 seconds. I recorded this. I did a, I did a, a DVD called Project Mayhem, yeah? So we facing the Metro. Listen. Oh, my days. You're gonna punch the wall when you hear what Nasty done. Need some new bars, I hear them dead spots on all of your dubs. Fuck getting dragged and fighting in pubs, I'm punching solo was hard as well. I'm real cuz, God knows cuz, look out his head like stone love. Get stones to the back and the side of the front. Clap with the nine and I beat with the pump. Man, get a headshot, but he get dumb. Leave the prick in the back of the trunk. Then we ride over speed humps. I don't care if he's dead, the prick still needs pumps. There's no reasoning. Put him in a bin bag, leave him in the sea like Sinbad. Hey, I'm not like that guy, but end up him. Let's trouble him, nine double M. Plastic bubble him. Walk one, oh, stop it, stop it, stop it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bruv. You can't tell. You know what? I'm bro. glad I'm able to express this. You, you, you don't understand how much I love Nasty, bruv. That guy is genius level rapper, bruv. Genius. Oh, oh my days. Him and Trim. Oh, hi. Dizzy Rascal used to do it as well, but yeah, I think. 
that era, and there's Young Tef in that video as well, you know. Oh, Tef does that as well. Yeah, Solo, um, there's a few men in there. But um, I think the Grime era was more influenced by the M&Ms, the Jay-Zs, the Camerons, the Slick Talkers. Whereas now it's more of a like, express yourself with cool things and, and, and more like relatable lines. That's, yeah. a, that's a punchline now. Like a man will say something and be like, right, yeah, I feel like that still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? I like that. I like that. But that's what I've always felt like I've liked within like rap music anyway, really. Mm. Like rappers that are able to do that. <laughs> rappers that are able to make me think, rah. Either I'm like, yeah, I feel like that. Or rah, shit, that's fucking, that's, that's mad. Yeah. Or oh, you know what? Sometimes I just like shit. Just I don't even know. I might not even know what a man's saying. Oh, bro. Cassidy's another one. Cassidy was really good at like, Cassidy was really good at, um, like how can I explain? He was very good at dra like rhyming a word for a long period of time. Yeah, 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 that yeah. That one yeah. word for, t for ages. Yeah, 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 yeah. He actually had an intro, yeah, on his, um, <laughs> he had an intro on one of his albums, yeah, that was like, what was it? He, he rhymed like communication for like three minutes, bruv. Yeah, he's heavy, bruv. Wait, let me see if I can find that. Ah, oh, Unknown T does it. Unknown T does it, bruv. Unknown bro. T, yeah, yeah. We don't talk a lot. I, I said this before, actually. Do you know we who else does it? Blanco does it. Blanco's one of my favorite rappers right now. Blanco does it, that. Oh, gosh. He's one of your favorites, yeah? Oh, bruv, he's tremendous, bruv. Well, let me see if I can find it. Can't find it. Oh, split personality. My interpretation. Wait. Top, listen. My interpretation of what the game facing. I'm basing my facts on ancient civilization and my proclamation plus the world and its foundation. My education is stating black unification, debating whether Satan is situating and placing huh? in a state of mind that can't be shaken. Like a leech slurber, my speech energy taken is breaking. My fiberglass thoughts that pass through my mental. Letting bro, he went on, on for four minutes. Bro, please. He went on for four minutes. Before we move from this topic, please, please. Go on. Go to Eminem. Um, uh, Eminem is bad with it though. But come, Eminem, come, please, 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 please. The best syllables and shit. So. Please, please, please. Go to criminal. Please go to criminal. I'm a criminal. And then go to the last verse. So he robs someone. Can I be honest with you? I never fucked with Eminem though, really. All right, listen to this. Well, criminal. Yeah. I'm a criminal. And it's like the third verse, but the verse comes in after he runs into a shop and robs the place. A lot of people yeah, 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 afford it, afford it. Oh, that's with an AK to go, go. go. Don't make me kill him too. Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I don't even know, I don't even think I heard this. Bro, this verse is disgusting. Watch it. Thank you. Windows tinted on my ride when I drive in it. So when I rob a pen, run out and just dive in it. So I'm in disguise in it. And if anybody identifies the guy in it, I hide for five minutes. Come back, shoot the eyewitness. Fire at the private eye. Hide the pride of my business. Stop it. He's cold. Like he's he's very like he just it's like he just talks, bro, and then he just fucking everything just rhymes. Bro, 
know. But I just, I don't know. M just does sometimes, he just does a bit too much for me. Oh, I love the too much. On our shit on you, you bruv, yeah? Oh, yeah, I like I that get too, on too. Slips to X, my dis slips and disconnects till I walk around this shit with a twisted neck, but still shit on the first bitch who disrespects. Did they, did then he goes, overreaction is my only reaction. Which, don't, bruv, don't get me started. Did that age well? What, I'll shit on you? The instrumental? Yeah, banging tune. Wait. Wow, you lot are getting a treat today, bad fucking. <laughs> We're gonna have to cut so much of no, this out. We won't have to cut out. No, we will. I'm, t I'm gonna show you how. Actually, it doesn't matter. If it it doesn't matter. I don't care. Oh, when I try to rap, yeah, hey, I always way, try to like. I, wanna see? I always, I always try and emulate like. Can I tell you what I want to see, Daneo? Talk to me, dog. See, like some of that, because I, I, one thing I had on my notes was like rappers from the UK that I want to see more of. Yeah. One being Scraps. I just want to see more of Scraps. Hi. I just need to see more of him. Yes, yeah. he makes, he's one of the best he needs to pop musicians yeah. in our scene. And his albums, when you listen to them, they, they are one of the great, him and he's got a producer called J.O. When those two produce music together, yeah, the body work is tremendous. I need him to pop up more. I'm glad I'm seeing more of Blade Brown because Blade Brown used to just come and then just disappear for like however many years and then whatnot. I'm glad I'm seeing more of him. Do you know what I'm saying? And there's more. I'm going to figure some more. You know who I want to see more of? Who? Maestro. Oh yeah, for real. He's old school, but he, rhyme pattern wise, tremendous. Mike GLC also was a tremendous rapper. So what I want to see as well, yeah, bro, is like, I want to see these guys in a studio, wherever it may be, with a microphone in front of them, just doing like freestyles, not necessarily having to freestyle, but like, do you know what? Just get an old beat, not even, a, not a new one. I used to love listening to fucking, you know, like, say like Funk Flex and that, when he yeah. would have Jay on, mm. yeah? And then he would just play like a fucking, okay, or more recently, when Funk Flex had Meek Mill on and he played um, Drake's Back to Back, yeah? And that was good because it was like, Back to Back was a song that he fucking dissed him on or whatever. But even after that, he played like an old Wu-Tang shit and that. I want to hear new rappers rapping, rapping over old beats, bro. bro. Just on a vibe, bro. bro. You know what, let me play like, Imagine, oh, like, I don't know, gigs. Gigs on, gigs, just ca catching a little vibe. I don't know if this is Giggs' tempo though. But this this ain't Giggs, this ain't Giggs. You need something a bit more slower, yeah, for real. Or far, depending on how you look at it. I love this. Or like, wretch on that. Do you get back me? Back in the chase, back in the fap, in the sleep. Yeah, or Merkston. When I rolled black in the slap in the cap. But we got some, nah, and or, what's her name? Miss Banks. Miss Banks on this. No, 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 no. Do you know who I want to hear on this? Shabo. Oh yeah? Bruv. Shabo. Go on, go is on, one on. of the best rappers out right now. Okay. Bruv, like the girl, yeah? I, I want to sit down with her and ask, where do you come up with this stuff? I, I love Shabo like I used to love cannabis. Oh yeah? Yes, bruv. I'm, I'm trying to look for a beat for you, yeah? Cause I'm I made some. Steph London on this. Steph London and Dutch on this together. Just wait. in the yard. No, wait, wait, listen. Take wait, 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 Daneo. 
I know, I know, I know. Wait, no, take this in, bro. I don't know because no, you know no, what? Wait, no, no, no. Let me say, let me tell you something. This next rhythm, I'm glad you played this because when you hear this next rhythm, I made this and I'm like, who am I gonna give this to? But bruv, anyway, go on. I've, I've, I'm, I'm sending London it to you. London and Dutch catching a vibe. Oh, that'd be disgusting. And and same chorus. You lot are seeing Dutch same chorus. The, you're seeing Dutch doing the 140. Like Dutch is one of my favorite rappers right he's now. He's got one of the way. best voices in the game. Oh my god, bro! He's not. Do you know what? I, I'd love. Like I was listening to I don't know the other day with him and Tion Wayne, and I was thinking, I don't know why I don't even know this brother, but I want to see. I want him to get the roses for his voice and his vibe on what he's doing, bro. Because that tune out live at a show is if when he steps out. Oh. But anyway, you get what I'm saying, bro? Cream. Cream rules everything around me, huh? Watch it now. Cash rules everything around me. Cream, Cream get, get the, the money. Dollar dollar bill, y'all. Bro, play that rhythm I just sent you. Which one? I just sent you a WhatsApp. Topic now, no, quickly. I, I, I want to. <laughs> I, I just want to hear someone. So I might even. You know what? I might just put this instrument out. And bro, I need to hear some. Can you thump this in here? No, I can't thump it too much because I need to try and filter some of it out or whatever. Bruh. The speakers are a bit too loud. What is this? This is hip hop. So I just, just made a batch of rhythms in, in lockdown. Oh, yeah, oh, you're what? It's a plug now. Okay, I hear that. Watch it, hold on, hold on. So you got, is that, oh wait, wait, did you, put, did you send this to me because it's got the, the, um, the Shaolin? I, I was, because we were talking about it, yeah. I was already going to send it, but then you played, do you know what I mean? Play yeah. it, right? Watch this, Eminem lyric, watch it. Once I get on two slips of X, my this slips and this Oh connects. shit, oh, wait, wait, wait. What? Go on. Do you know what I mean? Go on, go on. Oh. Once I get on two slips of X, my diss slips and disconnects. Uh-huh. Till I walk around this bitch with a twisted neck. Uh-huh. Still shit on the first bitch who disrespects. Yeah. Overreaction is my only reaction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, even, or even like, M-A-T-H-O-D, man. M-A-T-H-O-D, man. Oh, my days. Yeah. Four rising, four five with a four piping. Four jizzing, four poor light. That's how I write raw songs, innit? I put down bare melodies and then I fit in together. Snap Beezy, Rap Creepy, Max Sauce, Hat Seezy like a Back free B. Mm. Black season on the factor like a pack sweet B. Mm. Peace force back fours like a chat sweet D's. Mm. C fauna like a penis and on the fantasy giddy. Manana candy like Paul and Cheddar. Like, mm. And then I'll just fit the words in. Yeah, I'll do that. Do you know, I'm not gonna lie, I do that shit. But like, I don't say no words and shit, but I'll just be like in my yard, just like, just gibberish. Yeah, whatever. bro. But like, these like, rhythms here, who I'm do I give yard, this to? You know, when I, Jesus, uh, I come back and I'm in the, uh, uh, and when I was in the, uh, with the, you get me? Uh, I was chilling with the, uh, knees and this, that, and uh, you get me? I was in the, uh, yeah, I'm in the, uh, yeah, in the, in my car, chilling. That's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. Yeah, bro. Who would I put on? One day, I'm going to bar someone's head off, bro. Watch me. Why not? One day. Whenever you're ready. Someone just send the shot, innit? Huh? Whenever you're ready, come studio. Yeah, I will. I'm but who would you put on that? Who would I put on this? Is that, first of all, is that is that a Tumpers or not? Do you like it or not? Um, It's all right. I don't this know is like a I'll banging album tune with Maybe the right Cass story. Is dead. Huh? Maybe Cass is dead. Oh, oh, oh gosh, he's another one. On a random one. 
Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say to you, bro? Um, yeah. I, I, as we just hear quickly, I might as well just mention this before we go into like talk about funky or whatever. Yeah. I was looking at the GRM awards. They're, they're coming up soon. Yes. I think coming up in September or whatnot. Yes. Honorable shout out to um to GRM. Yeah. Thank you for the nomination. I appreciate it. Jeez. Um. Do you know what I was thinking when I was looking at it? Right. Mm. I was like, this is good, obviously, yeah. And I support and I back that award show probably more than I do any other award show. Mm. But I did think as well, yeah, that that award show is an award show that could elaborate more on their categories. Yeah. Do you get me? So, like, I feel that, I feel that, like, that with the GRM awards, that there should be more, not more categories, but there should be categories well, remember, like- Remember, it's the rated awards. It's, it's two different companies. They might be run, posting- Oh, the rated awards. Why, what did I call them? The GRM, GRM awards. Why do I do that? Because you, you associate Posty and GRM yeah. with rated. So it is the business, but they are two separate businesses. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, they definitely 100% should be like best grime, in my opinion. Yeah. I think there's enough, um, there's more than enough out there- Afro to Swing do that. should be on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess that gets a bit techie. No. But I definitely think that that should. Afro Swing should be in, a part of that because Afro Swing is a massive part of um, UK rap. Massive part of UK rap. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you're right. I think also the gra- Drill, definitely. Was Drill not on there? No. Nah. That I, doesn't 100%. make sense. 100%. Drill weren't on there. That nah. doesn't make any sense. That, that doesn't make sense. Those, those, those are the two that I definitely believe should have its own category, I yeah. feel. I also feel that we could, you could also do things like, as you just said, Afro Swing. And I would even put, I would, I know that it's not big in the country like this, yeah, which is a whole nother conversation within itself. But I still feel like there's enough to have the award of, of UK R&B. I really Bruv, do. no, there, there is, bruv, there's a massive UK R&B um, um, audience and artists. Yeah. Massive. So... You know, like Georgia I, Smith is a world. Well, that's what I had that in my LMA worldwide, bro. Look, let me look. Yeah, but LMA didn't have a project out last year, though. But still, that is a reason for why I think it should not, be celebrated. Though. It should be celebrated the same way. But LMA wouldn't get a nomination because you didn't have nothing out. Fair but um, who did you just say before that? Georgia Smith, yeah, definitely. Mahalia, hi, hundred percent. Ray Black, um, Etta Bond, bro. Etta Bond last year, she had, for me, I can't remember what, I had a list, didn't I? I had like a top 13 list, yeah? She was like in my top seven, bro, um, her project. It was so good, bro. She got Sir on the song and that, which is an absolute... Mira May, Mira May, Angel. Mira May, yeah, Angel doesn't have, didn't have a project last year. Mira May did, though. Who else? Um, uh, what do you call it? Cleo Soul. I'd still, I'd put, I'd pull it in there. And one of the reasons why I would do that is because as, as much as what you just said, like there's a big, there is a scene of like loads of artists and stuff like that. And like there's fans and stuff and whatnot. Yeah. I just think that like sometimes even with um, like in the voting process, yeah, or voting for who you, is your favorite, you may not necessarily know. So you might get to a category where you don't really know too much about a certain particular artist within that but it's now in your subconscious when you see these names so when you hear it again 
then it's like you might pay a little bit more attention. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? You might pay a bit more attention. So from a, from a, explaining this from a surface point of view, say you had like, I don't know, say you had like best rap or some shit like that and you had fucking, uh, like I'll just use a name that I, I always use, like Nux or A2 or whatever. It's like you're going through and you're voting and you're like, okay, I, I'm not really too well versed on this part of it, but I'm just going to vote anyway just mm. for the sake of voting or whatnot. But these names are now in my head and now I heard about it. something and it just comes and it's like, oh, right, shit. Like, I just feel like it's only only a tiny bit. It's only like contributes a tiny bit, but I do feel like it does contribute to the that sense of like lifting or making people pay a bit more attention to of something course. that they're not necessarily aware of. It's a of. prestigious event, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And another thing for me, yeah, is um, GRM Daily is an abbreviation of Grime Daily. Yeah. Remember, like, it used to be called Grime Daily, then they abbreviated it to GRM. So, and they still released Grime, they released a Crazy Titch record the other day on GRM, right? Grime record as well. Proper, like, up-tempo. Like, banging tune, yeah? Check that out, Crazy Titch, yeah? And um, I didn't make it, I just like the tune. Oh, So, where did he record that? Because he's in jail, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know, boy. So, for me, Grime, at least Grime should have been on that award. Yeah. Being that, like, your platform was built on Grime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just a trick that I think that was missed, more, more than anything. I think these, these are the four things I think should have been on that. I also think Manga needs, to, needs roses. I really like Manga, bro. Yeah. He's putting out good projects and shit like that. Obviously, I'm not saying that he would win. Yeah. I'm not even saying that maybe he might not even, they might, he may not even be in the, in the category. I, yeah. I would put him in mine. I would put, if, if there was best grime, he would be in the category for me. Yeah, he's hard. Um, I think there should be best grime, best R&B, best Afro swing, and best UK garage. UK Garage. Labrick Grove. AJ Tracy's new tune. Um, um, You're saying that AJ Tracy's uh, uh, new They're on. both. Uh, no. Uh, 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 wait, hold on. Wait, is West um, 10 Georgia Garage? Smith. Georgia Smith. Yes, it is. Georgia Smith's song with, with Predator. There's loads of Garage songs, like new ones, that are popping right now. Yeah. By new artists. I don't know if it has a category. I think it should. Because. Don't you know? Big beast when it comes oh yeah, to shit, the that is garage. Shit, I didn't even heard that. Shmur, Sticky's just put out something with um, Double S. He's done a remix for um, iSongs. Like Garage, I'm telling you, in a year's time, that's gonna be there's there's gonna be a a new burst of new Garage records. Yeah, I hear that because the industry and I'm with you. Money I, from I don't know if it gets the category, but I I'm Why with you 100. It's just... from us. It's from our scene. Yeah. If there was no garage, we would have none of this. There was no garage. Garage is the seed that grew everything. Mm. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Garage is the seed that grew everything. And now people are actually having yeah. legitimate hits. Let's forget about the creative side of it. Businesses are being rich. People are getting promotions. It is benefiting people financially and in their personal careers. Mm. Garage music is now. So that means that a lot more of it's going to come out a lot more of it's going to eventually come out because people like to chase hits and stuff like that. Mm. That scene, and for me, Rated Awards is about seeing trends before the other awards shows see them. Because you know why? You're on the ground too. Yeah, that's it. So well, that's yeah. why I would expect 
I hear that still. I get your logics. I understand the logic still. And it's not like they don't understand. They do. But I just, I don't know why they didn't. And yeah, so, I, I, feel like, I feel like the other, I feel like the other award shows, I could see what, like, I, I, I see the other award shows being more surface level, but I see rated awards being more just like a lot more deeper. And, and you know what I mean? Like just being able to do that, being able to, and you know what? Now is probably even more of a good time to get away with even putting something like that on there. Like even with the garage, thing. even I'm not pro that, but you're making me understand it more. And the reason why I say that is because like, there's not gonna be a ceremony the way that it was last year because mm. of this COVID thing or whatever and having people in the venues and stuff like that. So now is actually more of the time to try certain things out. To be honest with you, I don't even think this is a trying anything out. I just think that it's supposed to just be that anyway. Yeah. But um, but it is a good time to try certain things out. I, 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 I liken that next to, See, like with UFC, I'm a UFC fan, yeah? Mm. And so there's UFC on. They was like the first sport back, um, the first live sport back. No audience or whatever. And what UFC was able to do was sometimes certain fighters are not getting fights because they're not the ones who's necessarily drawing in the numbers like mm. that. But this time, because of people in their yard and whatnot, it's like, you know what? We're going to try this as the headline, actually, and see how it works. So you're seeing certain headline fights that like, with an audience, this is not the draw. But you know what? Like we're trying it now because we're in a new normal. And I think that now, maybe this doesn't, is the, a false equivalency, but now we're no, definitely going to No, it's exactly the same do, equivalency be the because same. you're not, like anyone that's doing anything now, like what Wireless did, what Rated Awards are doing, what BET done, they don't need to do that. Like the fact that they're doing it, it's a privilege for us to experience that sort of stuff. But they're also in a privileged position where it's not about the money. It's no. about your personal taste and what you originally wanted for your brand. Yeah, yeah. Another thing I want to say is um, other award shows <coughs> will see what Rated did and they, because Rated Awards, yeah, is I would say top two. And I'm not saying it's number one or number two, but for our music, for black music, there are two award shows that I, I, I deem like this, right? Mobos and rated awards mm. right rated they've done their thing already so mobo has a chance now to kind of like okay cool well we'll cater to because they were the original award show for us and i i still think a mobo is very like prestigious and 100 percent, 100 percent, man like as much as people as the thing is i said this time ago i said this bare times like People do have a lot of things to say about the Mobile Awards. And so there's been a couple of times we might have been critical about the Mobile Awards. But trust me, when that shit comes around, everyone wants one. And on top of that, enough people are out there sucking some dick for a ticket. Ah! Believe you me. I'm telling you, that's a thing. You like, what, not yeah? women, male and female. Bro, bro. let me tell you something. Um, everyone is trying their hardest to be there. And that says something. And the reason why that says something is because... Is that, look how long... Huh? Is that not more just about being at the event rather than... It's all of it. It's, nah, it's, it's wanting all of to be at the yeah, event. Yeah. It's wanting to receive all the rewards you get from getting a mobo. It's, it's, it's all of these. And on top of that, do you know what it is, bro? It's like a lot of people watch the mobos when they was kids. Do you know what I mean? So it's like when you've seen something on the TV, you just want to be a part of the thing that's on the TV. That's why it, for some people, like the rated awards in particular, is going to be massive for some because 
you know, a, a few years ago, what rated awards would be what in their fourth, maybe their fifth year now. I think fourth. it's their fifth year. Fifth year? I think it's their fifth. Maybe. This is their fifth. No, this is the fourth. This is the fourth, but would have been the fifth. Yeah, if it was last year, yeah. Oh yeah, because it wasn't on last year, was it? Yeah, okay, that's so yeah. So it's their fourth. It's their fourth, yeah. So five years ago, when the first one was on or whatnot, there were certain people that weren't really like. There were certain artists that were like just not even doing music. There were certain personalities that wasn't even out here doing personality, bro. And so now, you know, this comes around. This is a big thing for them. So. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know it's what? a great look, yeah, though. It's a, a great look. No, still, hold on. Bro. Let's 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 stay with that point. That's a very big point, bruv. Look at Chunks, Do you for remember when you saw So Solid go number one for the first time? Of course. The rated awards is the equivalent of that. 100%. Right? And we don't, we don't, inspiration, yeah, is hard for everyone to agree. Like, nobody hates the rated awards. Everyone, everyone was like, finally, this is for us. Yeah. Right? So, for me, the way I look at GRM now is it's an empowerment company now. Yeah. Right? Empowering themselves, empowering the artists around them. That's what I see from it. And then everything that's offshored from it has become, again, like, say for instance, like GRM, the album, putting together artists that wouldn't necessarily work with each other. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's empowering both parties that would never maybe think to work together. Mm. The rated awards is about rewarding people that everyone else neglected to reward. Mm. But you should be rewarding them, like you should be giving them their flowers now. Mm. But, but in saying that, Mobos does that now because it's only our generation that was fucked over by the Mobos. That's a fact. Our generation and Omar's generation, Omar's generation especially. Who's Omar, the singer? Yeah. Oh yeah, so Omar, some, people, Paris. some people, yeah, a lot of people might not know who Omar is. Oh, Omar, Omar had, Omar had a legendary song called There's Nothing Like This. Wow. Wait, 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 what's your now? There's nothing like Oh my God, all the ones. Oh my God, yes. was mad. So, what? With the afro puff at the top. No fade, but it didn't matter. Huh? That's what I'm saying. Omar was like my Put first. Put this on the screen. Omar. That's what I'm saying, bruv. So, let me tell you So his here. generation was fucked from- His generation, yeah. He didn't get a MOBO. Nope. His generation was fucked over by the MOBOs. Our generation was slightly, was, was, was slightly less fucked over than Omar's generation, yeah? Yeah. But I feel like the MOBOs when they gave Stormzy his award, and I've always wanted, I've never had a chance to say this, right? When they gave him their award, I forgave them for everything because they didn't give him his award when he was Stormzy now, you know? They gave him when, yeah, he, yeah, when he, he was, was coming up, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that changed, let me tell you something, that changed his life. What they did yeah, for me, contributed, that was contributed like, heavily yeah, yeah. to his rise. And I think, when everyone was like, oh, it's too early for him. No, bruv, it wasn't. All of this arguing and protesting that we've done against the Mobos yeah. was so that they would do that. 
they would acknowledge us when they need to because we are you and you are us. Yeah, music yeah. of black origin. You know what? It should be Mo Bubbo's. Well. As in M- music of British black origin. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like Sorry, everyone I'm was pissed. Never won a mobile. For I real. feel I was like trying to Google it. Yeah, I yeah. feel like everyone was pissed because Mobo didn't give them their flowers when when they were still alive, and it's kind of like I get why you're pissed, but then at the same time, what we were fighting for, we've won because if we didn't fight for that, Mobos wouldn't have done that. If we didn't fight for it, Mobos wouldn't have done it. They wouldn't have given artists their flowers while they're coming up rather than waiting until they become a global star and then say hey man come perform with us yeah can I be devil play devil's advocate talk to me doggy maybe yes sir the pendulum swang yes and what I mean by that is this is just coming to my head now the pendulum swang in a certain way yeah and when it swang in that way the climate of what was going on musically was poppy. And so like a lot of people were making certain types of music we and changing, about, right? Are we talking about old school mobos? Are we talking about mobos I'm talking now? about that, there was like- a, What period a, there was like a about? Okay, so the- um, The, the Tinchy Strider- So the 90s? The, the 90s? early 2000s. No, this one, it would have been, the Tinsley Strider Okay, early would have 2000s. Been, I always get this, this I, muddled up. Early it 2000s. seems early, but it's like, what, 2010, nine? I would say between 2000 and 2010, that's the period you're talking about. Two, the whole 2000? Yeah, because Bounce not, came not out. Not as early as- bro, Bounce came out in 2000. Um, um, well, when Rascals, was So Solid winning? Came out so Solid was winning MOBOs, what, 2000 90s. and- No, bro, they was winning that in 2001. Really? Of course, bro. Yeah, but bruv, Grime was growing at that point. I remember there was a Garage Awards, yeah? Was it really? And I old, Love You was the biggest song and they didn't put it in the award show because it wasn't, it was still so underground. Do you get what I'm saying? Like they, they didn't, they didn't know it was, a, it was like, it was bubbling, bruv. Like Grime you might was be bubbling. Right. Maybe it was 2000. Um, 2001. No, wait, 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 wait. So Sodic Crew reunite. No, no, no. Wait, let me just do this. Just type 21 seconds. And then see what it, maybe. Cause that video wouldn't have been on YouTube. Like so just put 21 seconds release date. Oh no, t- 2001, so solid crew in line for three mobile, mobile pop. 2001, yeah. And 2000s when, when the record came out, no? Yeah, that would have been when that came out. Yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then obviously Grime started to really kick in from 2002, really. Yeah. yeah. But Dizzy won a MOBO, no? Yeah, I think, did he? I think so. Anyway, look, let me go to the point and then you can tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But. <laughs> Again, I'll never say that you're wrong. It's your opinion. No, nah, you, yeah, but you might have something else on top of it that might make me think, yeah, you know what, you're right. But the pendulum was swinging a certain way, whatever. And then. So around that time, Tinchy, whatever, it was super black. It started to get quite poppy in that. Um, everyone yeah. was changing their sound, really. There was a lot We're of people that were changing times. the sound. Yeah, all of that, like Roll Deep, all of that. Even, I mean, there's there's records that Skepta did. I know we don't talk about them anymore, but the the Pre-Akalidus and all that type of stuff, mm. yeah. So, so then Mobos fed into that. And so in that, you started to see people like, obviously, Rita Aura was winning awards. Um, maybe not as far back as this, but 
I know I don't think Ed Sheeran existed them sort of times there, but you know it was like people like that that was winning awards. Yeah, JLS I'm actually gonna start looking. Do you know what I'm gonna do? JLS you see the same way that I went through the festival thing to see when the fest wireless festival started to change. I'm gonna do that with uh, Mobos. I'm gonna have a look at the categories and stuff yeah. like that, and just like deep dive into that quickly. Yeah, but then see like when you said about like Mobos then giving Stormzy the early flower. Yeah, maybe. It was still, I don't do this to take, to discredit what they've done at all. Mm. But maybe that was, the pendulum was already swinging that way. So it was already easy to do that. Because mm. Stormzy, we was already by then identifying that Stormzy was the gold, the, the chosen one. <laughs> we was already doing that. Yeah. We was already doing that before. <laughs> oh, the, so, so all it was, was the, the icing on the cake. In some way, we might have expected the Mobos to not give him it because of what may have happened the last couple of years before that. So we might have expected that maybe they might have not given him the award or whatnot, yeah. But really, it's not like to give him that award wasn't a hot take because he was doing his, it was the right thing to do in a sense. Exactly. So the pendulum was already swinging in that way. But the pendulum has been swinging in that way. Like from when, so listen, Mobos, should have been acknowledging us from when So Solid went 21 seconds. That should have been like, that was a real number one. That wasn't like, oh, you know, we put money into this. No, that was a real number one that made a few people millionaires. That album sold a million copies. Let's say that again. Oxide Neutrino, that album, a million copies in the UK. One million. Yeah? One, three zeros, and another three zeros. Do you know how hard that is? That's Emily Sande numbers. Do you understand? Huh? Um, Dizzy Rascal won the in 2004. 2004. This went number one as well. So, I say that to say this. That was um, Oxide the Neutrino, Neutrino yeah. for Bound for the Reload. I say that to say this, right? Just because the pendulum moved doesn't mean they had to move with the pendulum. We know many a businesses, Blockbuster, HMV, the pendulum moved. They didn't move with the pendulum. What happened with Funky House? What happened with Funky House? Yeah, let's talk about the pendulum with that. I, this, this is my opinion about what happened. Okay, can we, before I even just tee it up like that, yeah, because obviously just, I have to always remember that not everyone always knows what, is being discussed, yeah. Yeah, go Funky House had a few years where it Dominance. was the what <laughs> to absolute bits. I hope there's not the next people. Yeah, like Funky had. Oh my god, bro! The clubs on absolute smash. Yeah, yeah. Like I got certain memories of like being in Eros. You get what I'm saying? Master Steps on deck. Yeah? Even though obviously Master Steps has played like plays all different types of stuff, but I just remember this one particular night, Master Steps on deck, playing tune like curing the cause and like, what? Doom. 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 Doom doom. doom. Hey, what? That's my favourite funky ass tune Them, of the time. Is it, yeah? Yeah, because that I think that invented the whole scene. Yeah, yeah. Bro? Oh my god. That was the song that everyone loved. That was the song the DJ waited halfway, 70% into his set before he played it. Wait, I think I've got it there. You're in the cause of my 
Listen, bro. What? Um, let me see if I can. What are you looking for? Callum. Nah, some guy did a drill track. You did a drill track. No, I said some guy did. I think it's a bit shit. Oh, okay. Oh, I, I can't even find it. But yeah, anyway, I just got memories of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, Funky was the... And even before that, I'll never forget when you played me Devil in a Blue Dress, the instrumental. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, you was one of my five people. Yes, bro. Bomba Clinty. Devil in the Blue... Huh? Yes, bro, you said you didn't like Party Hard. Bomba, I'm remembering now. Bro, that was a heartbreaking day, actually. I'm oh, telling you. Yep, yep. They all five of them. All five of them. Chucky wasn't as harsh. Chucky was like... Oh, but none of them were No. I'll never forget this. I remember hearing it in um, Boulevard in Ealing. Yes. And I was like, what the f... Who? <laughs> like, who... Let me tell you something about that song, yeah? That's I'm sure so I've got the well instrumental to this. I, I wanted... I loved DJ Gregory's uh, traffic yeah. record, yeah? And I wanted to make a song that made me feel like that. Okay. When I produced Devil in a Blue Dress, yeah? I made the drums. This is before the bass sound or anything. When I made the drums, I probably paused for like half an hour. And did was you? like, did I just do this? Like sometimes I make rhythms, yeah? And I don't believe I did it. I'm, I'm like, that, no, spirit took over me with that rhythm. Jesus This string took six months to make. The, ba- the the drums came first, yeah. Then the bass line, then the verse, and then the chorus. Never be alone. I'm sure I got the instrumental though. I can't see if I can find it, but yeah, go on. I'm listening. But yeah, no, no, that's 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 what I was gonna say, bro. What the fuck happened to it though? Because like, like what the f- what? Like this I've never my... seen something come and die oh, right s- so rapid, bro. This is my opinion of what happened with Funky, right? When Funky came, the first wave, right? And you got a big up like Pioneer. Honorable shout out to Pioneer. That's Super my guy, D, by the way. Kismet, Marcus Nasty. Sh- Honorable shout out to Marcus. I want to chat with Marcus. Tip off. So. Oh, yeah. Bring me on that one, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, when they were playing the records originally, yeah. it wasn't Funky House, bruv. They what were playing Electro Records, Body Groove. They were playing like Deep House Records, like Curing the Cause. They yeah. were playing like Tribal House Records, like Traffic from Gregory. And they were playing it all in one set, okay. right? So that was the first wave. But that first wave was not full of UK producers and artists. Okay. It was just full of UK DJs playing music from all over the world in one set. And then a lot of DJs, house DJs were looking down on them because they were like, you can't play Electro with um, I love days like this. Mm. You can't, you can't really do that. But we didn't care. We just knew that. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's just, let's just. Oh, bro, why did you stop it? Oh wait, I thought you were just wanted to stop, bro. This was, this wasn't a popular one though. That wasn't yeah. a popular No, this is a big tune, this is a big tune. But do you know what was a big tune though? Hey, See it there? Soul Fever. Yeah, all of that. So, and that was a part of the first wave, yeah? But that, even the producer for that, this is the second wave, right? This is the second wave? Yeah, so that Oh, yeah, because this wasn't a cure in the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that song was produced by 
another producer in another country and Stilo is a UK artist that used okay. to be in a group. Can't remember what the group was called, right? But big up Stilo. The last song Bad I played, Boy. by the way, was Soul Fever. Yes, and the, Soul the, Fever, the, yeah. the one that you just heard a, a snippet of. Um, it's called Gallium. Not Gall no, Gallium. Apple, I've got it under. Yeah, no, it's Apple. Um, you see Goliath or something like that? Right, yeah. so then what happened was, I'm raving. I, oh, you know, let me tell you from my point of view. I'm raving to these songs, yeah? And I'm like, I need to make music that makes me feel like this. Okay. So then I made I. Oh, yeah. First. And then when that I was heard- That was the more singy kind of- Yeah, because that yeah, yeah. that's like more curing the cause vibes. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm hearing these songs you're playing now, yeah? And KEB was in the first wave too. People don't even remember, know that. Yeah, Bro, that. people don't even yeah, know. KEB was in the first. KEB you know can what? say she in, see what people tell me. Well, that was like oh, how she let me say now, like, And right? I need to say something. Go on. See how everyone goes, oh D, you're the king of Funk House, you invented. No, Stilo and KEB and NG have more right NG. to say they invented Funky House. This had KEB on it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that was mad. That's good. So that was the first wave, right? But in that first wave, there was like two, one UK producer, which was that song, and two UK artists, right? And I can't remember the others. Then the second wave is when me and Crazy Cousins came. Because now we're listening, because what, like, what Pioneer and what, they, what they're hearing is they're hearing how all of these songs mix together. And then they're putting it in the set. And then we're hearing that cohesively and coming up with our own opinion. And then that's where Devil in the Blue Dress comes out. That's where uh, Bongo Jams comes. That's when- um, Bongo Jam, fucking hell. Yeah, so when the second wave came, there was a small handful of producers releasing a lot of music. But when Funky died, right? Or died or went away. What I think happened was, is that the scene was big, the DJs were big, the audience was big, but the, the British people who were actually making funky, because by the time it died, it was its own sound. There was a small group of us and you can't sustain, a, a, one, you cannot sustain any scene without artists. You need songs to sustain a scene, right? And then you need an, a, like a massive amount of instrumentalism. Like instrumentalism mm. is key to dance music. And it's actually key to black music because we like beats. Yeah. We, if, if a beat is banging, we don't care what a man's saying. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And even me and the rate that I put out music, I am not enough to sustain the scene. Flutes from Crazy Cousins, he's not enough to sustain the scene. Apple, but we were all releasing. If there was 20, if there was like 20 producers and maybe like, 20 artists, 40 artists, and it had what Garage had, the So Solid, the the Pay As You Goes, the Creeds, the Craig Davids, the, like they they were knocking out artists and producers. That's why the scene was a scene. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? But with Funky, we had a scene, but we didn't have a massive creative scene. And that's what people didn't understand. Or if, if you, you didn't name- have a creative scene. Yeah, we, we only had a small number of producers and artists. A small number. If you name your top 10 Funky House records, I guarantee you're not naming more than four producers. Yeah, do you know what? I think um, with the Funky House era, I wasn't that well versed with who was producing what. Exactly. Honest, to be honest with you. 
Like, and I, to be fair, I had a bunch of tunes that didn't even have the name, like it just had the name of the song mm. or whatnot. So I wasn't really like, I, all I knew is is just that I liked I liked elements of it. But I, I think now when I think about one of the reasons why I liked Funky House and maybe even one of the reasons why I liked your production in particular yeah. is because of the African vibe e- essence, to some yeah. of it. You know but all the, all, the, all the funky records that I like, like, um, the Stilo record, like DJ Gregory Traffic, they all have an African um, swag to them. DJ Gregory is a French producer who produces with South African. He was producing with South African producers yeah. from 10, 20 years ago. He's okay. got some tumpers, bruv. And okay. I think any scene, yeah, any scene, this is my experience. This is my... From what I've seen over the past 20 years, Every scene goes up, then it has it, it has a peak, and it slowly goes down. The scene will stick around if there's enough people from behind the scenes, producers, singers, maybe managers, rappers, for it to sustain itself. That's why grime sustained, because grime never actually died. It just went really underground. Yeah, which is fine. Do you know what I'm saying? But it was still, you know, and then dubstep offshored from grime kind of thing. And then grime, reinvented itself away from everyone and then boom Stormzy comes out boom Skepta comes out with um, that's not me actually the thing that kicked it all off was JME and um, it was German Whip yeah yeah I remember right because they were already they were already really like German Whip became a hit out of nowhere I remember I remember the day SBTV premiered German Whip and the first thing I thought was I really like this tune Mm. nothing more nothing less Listened to it a couple times. When it blew up, I was like, yeah, that's a bad tune still. But there was enough artists and producers who, who, are, who are the backbone of any scene because obviously it's music, isn't it? Yeah. There was enough producers and artists to sustain it by itself. There was not enough producers and artists to sustain Funky. Now, if there's five to six producers, let's say there's five to six producers that have popping songs, but only three of us were really releasing regular. When it came to artists, me and Princess Naya were the only ones that said, we are Funky House artists. Everyone else was jumping on Funky to get to a next stop and then they wanted to do something else. Yeah. No one done that with Grime. No one done that with Gary. Well, no, I think that's, I think sometimes that that is why Wiley gets upset because I think sometimes he feels that people are doing that. Like but then you have a Wiley, that's what I'm saying. You have a Wiley to champ like he's so passionate about it like you if without the wileys of the world no scenes scenes wouldn't be be alive because when it comes to music right i don't need a song to be popular for me to like it mm. like i'm listening to a lot of south african house bro massively i got bro i do you know how much do you know how much money i spend on like we'll talk about bro, it i'm gonna show you my bank account it's grim shay shay won a bt award i've never heard of her before but she's an african artist because i'm into it I go on SoundCloud, not SoundCloud, Spotify, and I start hearing tunes and I'm just like, oh my days, this is tremendous. Mm. But there's a scene that sustains that. Like I can name you 10 artists and 20, 30 producers that constantly, like Niniola. Niniola, you know you know uh, Medusa? Type in uh, Niniola, N-I-N-I. 
O L A, and the song's called Maradona. Say that again. Say Actually, type in Maradona. Maradona. So, is it, have you got Maradona? Yeah, Niniola. Yeah. Listen, bruv. This is the type of shit I love, bro. Bruv, let it play, please, please, please. Jules makes a lot of style like this as well. Right, so before we get on to Jules, yeah, yeah, don't right. get me started with Jules! I've been buying up Jules' things. You know I got a release with Jules and Miriam. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, I see. Listen, listen. Let it play, bro. Hey. Wait, let the chorus come in, bro. Maradona me. Pull up. Now, if you go on Spotify and type in Niniola, she's got five tunes. All are banging just like that. I'm in, by the way. I'm Albums. Gonna I'm going to buy that right now. Albums. This woman's got. Albums, bruv. Yeah, Nini. I'm a fan of Niniola. Massive fan. So much so, followed her. I speak to her. I'm trying to find a way to. I'm just a fan. Where are you going with this stuff? What I'm trying to say is that there is artists and producers that consistently make the music and there's an abundance of them so the scene can thrive. Uh-huh. That music has been popping for years. Kawato and all of that. Yeah, of course. For years, but because there's been artists consistently making it, then it slowly creeped out of its country and it went into other countries and then people in other countries started liking it. So mm-hmm. say like, they, they, hey, it's where I'm going with this. So I've played you Niniola now, yeah? yeah. When you go back now to her catalogue, you're not gonna hear one song from her. Mm. You're not gonna hear two songs from her. Mm. You're gonna hear albums on, on, on albums of music. Now you you identify with the artist. Mm. You look at the artist and go, this is what they do. Same thing with how you feel about Fredo. You you know what you want from him and you know what he gives you. So when they do that consistently, that helps build a scene. Funky didn't have that. Me and Princess were the only two artists. I put out a whole funky album. Princess put our whole funky album EP, right? We were the only two artists that were like, we are doing funky. I'm going to release five, six funky house tunes in a row before I even release another genre of music. Every other artist was jumping on, hoping to go somewhere else. Hmm. Where were they hoping to go? I felt like maybe... Like maybe some of the DJs was just hoping to just go worldwide with it and travel, like be like, you know them, them electronic dance DJs that traveled to. I think the DJs wanted that, but I think the artists that sang on the to... songs, they wanted to make R and B. But then the thing is, yeah, they provide, to make providing R&B. that you have the instrumental, the instrumentalism side of it, yeah, yeah. Well, how many of these DJs from the UK were actually producing the music? None of them. None of the producers from Funky House. So that and that is that is all the difference. That's the biggest difference. Because I think one of the reasons why you see like a lot it's of these funny DJs, though, they're producing it now. Well, like, it's a bit late now. Well, it's not late. Leanies. It's not late. It's not late. I shouldn't say that. It's not late. But I think that is probably one of the biggest differences is that like I had a moment where I was very intrigued in what was going on in like the 
techno and house world and that. Yes. And I even worked with a company for a little while. I remember that. Yeah, I we worked. were both going through the same thing. Yeah, we were both trying to explore that world. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was an interesting time. So I worked for for a company called Lock and Load. Um, and Lock and Load do a festival called SW4. Yes, and so like I was there. I learned a lot, man. And it was an interesting time in life still, actually. But when I was there, one thing that they were making me do was sit and have conversations. They didn't They didn't know nothing about what I do. They mm. didn't know nothing about my... I just kept it very vague. <laughs> I told them my objectives, why I was here and whatever, but I didn't tell them anything about me, yeah, mm. really. And then so what I did was, I think after about a few months of me being there, leading up to one of the festivals, they were like, look, can you... Um, do a phone call with this particular DJ and have a chat with them or whatever, yeah? Mm. Um, but can we see the questions first? They, at first, they asked me if I was comfortable with doing it and I was like, I don't do that. Of course. But they didn't know that, innit? Mm. So then I was like, yeah, so I wrote some questions or whatever and then they approved it, whatnot. Then I've gone into a private room and I'm sitting and I'm having a conversation with, I think the first one I did was with a DJ called Digweed, yeah? It was like a really legendary house DJ. And... um now the questions I've got thrown them out of the window <laughs> I've got questions I want to ask because I want to I'm really intrigued <laughs> in what's going oh, on here yeah. flung that out the window yeah, I'm yeah. doing my thing now yeah. so anyway we sat and we had a wicked conversation yeah I had to type it out and shit but anyway when they listened back to the conversation it was like oh okay here's this book that so now I'm talking to all of these fucking massive DJs or whatever yeah but obviously Chucky yeah, I literally I was I did that for months, bro. Um leading up to the, the promotion of that of that particular festival, yeah. But they were all passionate more so about producing than DJing. It was more like, you know what? Like I'm making the music and what comes with making the music is me DJing. DJing is live, yeah, 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 yeah there you go. Funky didn't have that. Funky had the DJs first, they didn't know how to produce. And then it had a few producers that really like even garage like some should a have lot the of fore- some should have had the foresight to get a ghost producer some no, should have had the foresight d- to do that dj khaled weren't murking like that back in the day bro yeah but still i think some of them were still i think some of them house djs were doing that back then bro they were but if you've got nobody and still to, now you know what right when we were when we were doing our thing and this is regular for like black culture and especially the black music industry yeah um the powers that be don't go, oh, that person's a genius, you know. Let me step in and nurture them. They go, that person's a genius. I'll wait until it flourishes and yeah. exploit it. Whereas with other cultures, right, they don't do that. They'll they'll see an artist, see that she or he is tremendous, and from potential, they'll offer them. I know artists that have got publishing companies just from potential. Not black ones. So we were never, and like, there were people trying to step into Funky and step over us. You can't step over us. Do you know why? Because the ravers, they don't know who you lot are. They know who we are. So you're here trying to sell Funky House to something. You're, you're trying to sell our thing to other people. But what you're not understanding is we come with an audience already. We already call it something. But none of them came and said, you know what? I can see potential here. Let me guide you. Because I've been in those rooms when they look at other, and they do it to other cultures. They do do it. But for us, they don't, they didn't do it then. And then we had to learn from watching each other 
and bettering. So Grime learned from Garage, like Funky learned from Grime, um, Rap learned from Funky. Like we all were learning. Funky learned from Grime, of course, because Funky came just, just as Grime was dipping. Yeah, but I don't think Funky learned from Grime. Definitely, because I made Grime. Remember, I'm a Grime producer. I first. know that. I know that. So like when I made African Warrior. The first thing that all the DJs said to me, no, all the DJs did not want to play the record. But the way I used to market my tunes, I'd give it to the audience and the DJs. So if you didn't want to play it, the audience would run up and say, yeah, have you got that new Danae song? Yeah. Right? Um, oh, what was I saying? I hate when this happens. Yeah, I've like, just talking about- What did it, I say before? We were talking about it coming from, learn, well, learning from Grime. Yes, yeah. right, so boom. So when I made African Warrior, one DJ said to me, D, this just sounds like grime and like, you're just gonna split the scene up, man. African we, Warrior? Yeah, we, we, they were like, like, do more Devil in a Blue Dresses. and da, da, da. Like African Warrior wouldn't exist without grime. Devil in a Blue Dress would not exist without grime. And all of, all of how I sold music in grime, I put all of that effort into Funky. Yeah. I, it's interesting to hear you say this, bro, because when I listen to this, I don't feel, and do you know why I say this? Because I feel that like, and maybe this is one of the reasons why I like certain elements of, I like Funky anyway, Mm. but one of the elements of Funky that I proper liked was the elements that made you feel like you wanted to MC over it. So like when, um, uh, Genius made this. Oh, pum 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 pum. Yes, bro. Mm. Move to this, the gallery. This why we're moving together too. Uh. Walk in the venue. Gal looking like hawks in the venue. Uh-huh. Move swift like ten shoes. Uh-huh. Spend money on a gal no can do. Left, right, marching. Straight to the bar and I'm asking. Vodka, Red Bull, Ginger Beer. Send true. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are <laughs> 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 you stupid? That there, when you say that from in that context, yeah. I'm like, I hear why you would say that. It, exactly. it, it's like it learnt from grime. But I feel like that was only a small part of funky. And so anyway, when I'm listening to um when I'm listening to African Warrior, I don't hear that as such. Yeah. Mm. But wait. Um, I don't hear that. I don't hear that. To me, now I hear more of like, I feel more garage. And the reason why I say learn off garage is because to me, I'm like, I go to more, if there's not vocals on that rhythm, there's someone just hosting over the rhythm. Do you want to hear something funny? Do you, you understand know, what I mean? Yeah, when I say do you know that? why I made African Warrior? Go on. Because Wookie was really rude to me. And I, in my head, I was like, you know what, bruv? I said to him, you know what? <laughs> me and Wookie are friends. But in my head, I thought, who do you think you are? Because I've always known how talented I am. I've always known. Wookie, Wookie, by the way, is a cold, old cold legendary producer. producer. Yeah, but yeah. so am I. Yeah? yeah, yeah, I hear you. No, I hear that. So am I, bruv. Yeah? yeah, yeah. yeah? yeah? Hear that loud. Yeah? yeah? So am I. So am I. Strong. I'm, I'm a maker of scenes. I'm an architect. Yeah? Do you understand? Yeah. Come on. So when he spoke to me, cause I'm like, I'm excited. Like I always show producers mad respect. If I, I don't let my ego get in the way. No. But when you let yours get in the way, I'm like, do you know, don't, 
Don't take the piss with me, bruv. Yeah. So he, don't let me guess you up to say something you weren't going to want me to take out, by the way. Because I do No, get I want to say this. You need oh, to... Okay. I believe, yeah, at some... Like, that touches my ego, definitely. It makes me feel good that I'm good at something. But yeah. more than that, I need to know that I'm good so I can give value. Yeah. So that I know that I can make the right rhythms. Anyway, I called up Wookie now. I'm going to work with you. Wookie. And he explained to me. That's why I'm not, I'm not cussing him too much because he explained. And I was like, do you know what? I'm similar. Sometimes I can't explain myself either. He was like, yeah, I heard I... And I thought, ah, oh, you stepped up your game. But then when I heard Devil in the Blue Dress, I thought, oh, this is whack, man. He's still on the same shit. And I remember I was on the bus and I was so excited to wait, speak to him. Wait, wait, wait. Devil in the Blue Dress was before I, no? No, I came first. Really? Yeah. Well, I didn't even know that, man. So I came out and he said, yeah, I like it. Then afterwards he was like, yeah, and I heard Devil in the Blue Dress and I thought, and he was whack, I'm not really shit. on it. So I said, you pussy, yo. <laughs> you know what, yeah? I'm going to make a tune bigger than fucking Storm. And then I made African Warrior. That's okay. why there's loads of animal sounds in it. Cause I'm ah, oh, bow, yeah, bow, okay. yeah. If you listen to the second bass line, yeah, that bass line is aggressive, bruv. When it comes in the second verse. Mm. Shouts out to Rookie, cause we had a convo. In yeah, honorable shout out to Rookie, by the way. But Why do I keep saying Rookie? Wookie. Wookie. But yeah, that's just a random story about African Warrior. And it's funny cause Wookie made Storm to better one free eight track. Cause he oh, didn't did like he? it, he thought the tune was whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, he made Storm to do that. So it's funny how... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> what I will say as well, yeah, <laughs> is that it is interesting still, though, that with how quickly um, Funky came and went, yeah, it's mad interesting to me that to this day, you will go and do a show uh-huh. and you will perform to, like, a super young demographic, yeah, and, and they the will hear there. the rhythm and it like even if they don't know it they just vibe to it you know like why strongly because good black music can make you feel so, so, then it, so you then see it, me so then in my head I'm just like and that's not just funky bruv so in no, my, no, right, huh? right. are you mad go to a soca rave yeah I hear that yeah. go to a bashment rave hey no matter where you go and do this yeah, yeah. No matter where you go and do this, it, it's it, it's a vibe. It becomes a thing, and then it's like, yo, what happened to you lot, man? Huh? Again, like I said, I can't sustain a scene by yourself. Like even now, yeah, even now, Funky could easily come back yeah. if a group of kids or old, or adults even yeah. just started making new music. Mm. And just put it up. Like you can put your own songs up on SoundCloud or not SoundCloud, Spotify. Send them to me. If I like it, I'll 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 retweet it. I retweet so much people's music. Like, but you need a group, you need you need a culture. And we didn't have a creative culture in Funky. We had a, f- a few people that was putting out a world of content. Is there a teachable moment in that? that like maybe even like drill could learn from then? I think they've learned. Like UK drill. I think Funky was the last lesson. I think it was Garage, Grime and then Funky and then Funky was the last lesson. Yeah. And I think the, the younger generation took everything and they took the good and the bad from all three genres and then they created all this. Mm. I think from Funky, what they probably learned is like, my friend always said to me, D, Funky died the day you stopped making Funky after moving to the girl then. 
if you'd have just carried on making more tunes, people would have listened to your funky. They may not have, like some people, yeah, listened to funky just because they just liked my music. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even like the other tunes. They just liked my music. And yeah. I'm sure that there's people that just loved Crazy Cousins funky or, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. If I'd have just carried on, like great example, My Circle. My Circle is a new age funky tune. Yeah, that's a new age funky tune. The way that tune just off and went. Like it was almost like everyone was like, yes, thank you. We've been asking for this for ages, D. Yeah, like the rage, the rage I was getting, like finally. And then it, it also helped that Drake made um, Do You Mind, he remixed Do You Mind yeah. and put out um, One Dance, yeah? yeah so yeah, after yeah. that, everyone's looking at me like, what you got? And I had my circle ready to go. I was ready to shoot it, yeah? yeah. And then they put out One Dance. And I just thought to myself, I wonder how much of the young bucks them know about flipping like the original of thing. Of do you mind? Yeah. So, um, so they put out one dance. Yeah. Everybody, the whole country was going mad. Like my Twitter was going off, and was everyone it? was tweeting me like. <laughs> do you know what I've got actually? Um. Yeah, you're, I could imagine actually your phone got, and do you know what? The amount of peas that they made of this, by the Bruv, way. Bruv, let me tell you something. Oh let me tell you something. God. When that tune came out for weeks, I was getting tweeted in mostly all of the tweets they were getting tweeted in. Danae, when are you gonna do something? When are you gonna do something? When are you all gonna right, do something? So and I just kind of thought like, Got an I'm just gonna skim through this. So you can see it there, innit? Did you mix that? Are you doing that live? Nah, I've got a transition. They're called transitions, so sometimes some some DJs are real DJ enough. Listen, so um, they put out that, and I I'm me like, unless you, you have to really disrespect me badly for me to disrespect you. I'm very respectful. I'm very like I like I don't like stepping on people's toes, and if I have you you've done something, you've probably stepped on my toes, and I've thought don't step on my toe, and I've probably told you not to step on your toe. Now I'm gonna break your toe. <laughs> I don't want to. But I want you to stop stepping on my toe and you're not listening. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But more time I just walk away. But there's been a few broken toes. Now he know. So. <laughs> so. Yeah. So. Um, when Drake released the remix, I just thought, don't say anything. Let them have this. Don't just jump on it. Like, celebrate. To. Celebrate in what their win is. Because... I've been in this game for a long time. I've done both. I've done the, oh, I wish I was in that place. And I've done the, you know, just be, be, be cool, bruv. Like your time will come. Celebrate someone else's success. Mm. So I did that. Then three weeks afterwards, I put out my circle. I couldn't even, it, my circle, like it unleashed that whole run. That whole run. The run with gigs, Wretch 32. All of them hollered me because of that song. And whole life actually. Whole the original life. with scraps. Bruv, when I made this song, yeah, because me, me and Tobes were talking at the time, he asked me to jump on You Know My Style, which is mm. originally, that's my original comeback. And I say, you know me? Nah, you know me. My style be the realest, I'm an OG. You know what I'm saying? I want to actually, I actually want to talk to Big Tobes as well, you know? Yeah, he's a G. Because I feel like, I don't know. I don't. I, I feel like he was talked about a lot. I feel like it's people don't talk about him the same. 
But like his music still is levels, and he still he still delivers Bruv. at a really good standard. And and he had like. He's had some fucking. He got shot in his back and sliced in his face and all that type of mm. shit, right? Like, he got and a story. then came straight back. Literally, just came, bro. How is a map? Like, how the fuck? And, <laughs> and bro, give a man his flowers, bro. The man got someone tried to lick him down, bro, mm. and tried to ruin his handsome face, bro. And he came back the next week with That's a rhythm. Very, very secure of you to say that. Yeah, of course, bro. Come on, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? But. Tobes is going to have another moment because he's gone through, he's weathered the storm. Yeah. And you know what? You know what a key to success is more than anything is actually weathering the storm. Sometimes it's just not your time. Mm. But you got to keep going because there's there's a small group of people that they'll, they'll, they'll hold you down. But anyway, I respected it. I didn't put anything out. My circle came out. I only put that song out because Tobes gave me the biggest speech ever. Because I wasn't sure, I was just like, Funky, Funky is now good and proper died. Grime is back. Nobody wants to hear all this, mm. right? And then Tobes called me and was like, D, I'm I've, been ready. To, I've been listening to you since secondary school. And I've always wanted to make a Funky House tune. I beg, just so that I can say, can, can, we, can you just release that tune? So I just said, <laughs> I've made a funky house tune with you, yeah? yeah? And I'm thinking to myself, rah, like, he didn't have to be that honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, such yeah. a gift. Yeah. Like, he didn't have to boost me like that. I to be so that. young, yeah. to be so young and secure in himself to say, yo, you're a done daddy in our blood. And I, I, I'm just happy to be on the tune. Yeah. That's why I still fuck with Tobes now. There's not, Tobes can do no wrong in my eyes. Tobes is proper yeah. still. So, um, I put out my circle. Bruv, my circle changed everything. And it made me, and my brethren said to me, see, you just should have carried on putting out tunes. It just may not have been the, the flavor of the month. But if you'd have carried on, I think, so Funky died for two things, maybe. See, when it died, did you feel like you died? No, because I've been through it before with, Grime and Garage. So I understood that it was, it was, it, I knew it was coming. And then the thing is as well, like people like Roska kept it going. Roska's got yeah. a banging career, bro. He's got a label, yeah, with other producers. He carried on. Like Roska's one. He, like, if we're talking about who, who, what I'm talking about, like someone who fights for like funky more than even me, hmm. Roska, bro. He's well, that's what I, can I just interrupt you quickly? I just feel like you're always in a stronger position if you carry on doing what you love, even when it's not the cool thing, because everything has its circle just the same way like fashion does, isn't it? Yes. But when it comes back around, your feet are firmly planted within it. Yeah. And you're fully immersed in it and you're in a strong position when it does actually, if it does come back around. Because when I made Move to the Girl then, Funky was done by then. Yeah. But that song won. But I wasn't looking at, yo, this song's moving. I'm looking at, wrong. I seen, there's nothing there. I ain't got no platform. Not realizing I was the platform. So I think two things killed it off at the time. I think not having enough producers and artists. And when it, when it finally, like the last leg, I stopped making it. But what's kept it going Right, and I'll tell you this because Funky is still about. Yeah, what's kept it going is is it? Ro yep, Roska, bro. Roska's playing in Japan, China, 
Like he's got the he's what got is the he predominantly what it. is he predominantly playing? All over the world. No, what is he predominantly playing? Funky. He put, he's predominantly playing. Funky. Bruv, him, Marcus Nasty, yeah, Super D and Pioneer. Super yeah, D, I know, I know. bruv, Super D and Pioneer rebuilt the scene, Re rebuilt it. Uh, um, Super D and Pioneer DJs, by the way. Yeah, Super D, DJ Super D, DJ um, Pioneer, right? They they rebuilt the scene. There's funky raves now, yeah. Two thousand people, thousand people. You've never, you don't even. There's an audience there. Yeah. It's just that it's on the underground, yeah. which people are not used to nowadays because we're used to having an underground where things are not seen by the mainstream. They're just seen by the underbelly. Yeah. yeah Everything yeah. now is mainstream. But there's still an underground world. There's there's always an underground. It would underground is where all scenes start. You yeah, need definitely. soil to grow a tree. Yeah, definitely. I think like we know that with fucking. I think jungle is the prime example of what? that. Like wait, wait, jungle wait. has had like jungle is it's it's a mad one because it's like I know that there was a point where no one was talking about jungle, but let me tell you something. If you ask Nikki Black Market, Skibidi, Shabba, all of these guys, when, where's your next booking? These men were telling you Colombia, Japan, America, Brazil. They was all over the fucking place, blood. Yeah, bro. By the way, Cyfex has got one of my... I'm a mute, bro. Let me tell you something. See, when it comes to music, bro, we didn't even get into the fucking conversation of being in... Let me tell you something. <laughs> there was a like I was gonna bring this up. I'll have to do this another day. But I was like, ah, uh, I asked the question: What um, if you could be? Uh, let me actually ask the people in this. You can leave this in the comments. Um, you can send this to me personally. I worded it a certain way, so let me just go to the nose match bring. Um, yeah, answer me this right here. Yeah, if you could have been in the studio. To watch a session, yeah, or watch the recording process of a session, yeah. So watch like the beat being made or someone vocal in the tune or whatever. What tune would it have been? Like, what tune would it be? Do you know what's heavy about that question? But that's a that's a loaded question. Like, we no, can't bro, do that now. Do you know what's heavy about that question? Go on. I had an album. I listened to an, another album, and I was like, nah. I want one song though. I've got a few. I feel like it'd be easier to pick a project. As opposed to a song. Now nah, the reason why, it, it depends. The reason that. why. Do you know what? No, no. Reason, uh, All right. So song, like, song and album are two different things. Yeah, yeah. The reason why is because sometimes albums take ages to make, months. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends. Uh, it also depends on the type of artist. Uh, so it's like with, say, for example, if you said like Kendrick to Pimp a Butterfly, I could understand that oh, because because I, I would have felt I would feel like he would have sat down for a couple of weeks, maybe a bit longer, but there's a big process to that. With others, it's kind of like song here, song there, like yeah, it's all yeah, bits yeah. and pieces. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. There's de so my my song, my single choice is different to my album choice. I would have loved to have been in the studio when Tupac made "Picture Me Rolling." Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite song of all time. Mine from Tupac actually would have been. Um, what's it called? Oh, what's it fucking called? I listened to what's this the song a hundred. What's the bar? I'm gonna play it to you one sec. <laughs> Yo, Moby, man, drop that shit. Hey, this is one with Janet Jackson in the video. Hey, hey, hey. Yo, 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 this is this is on the Me Against the World album, innit? Yeah. Hey, watch him now. 
Lyrics! Listen, Play yeah. picture me rolling, please. Alright, cool, quickly. But um, what was I gonna say? Because I wanted to just go back to the fucking. So the question is so my song. Right, so when it comes to songs, picture me rolling. When it comes to albums, it was original. It's, it's out of three albums. It's out of D'Angelo's Brown Sugar, Biggie's Ready to album. Die. Yeah, Biggie Ready to Die, or Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style. And I listened to Doggy Style the other day, yeah? Bruv, bruv, Doggy Style. Bruv, that is a masterpiece. And like when I'm listening to, I'm listening to these cuts, yeah? And I'm thinking to myself, I, I want to be here at every song. Every song. Every song. Do you know there's a rhythm? Rolling a down a the street, rhythm. smoking in dough, there's, sipping on gin and juice. There's a jungle Lay rhythm back. that I would have liked to have seen just being built. Jungle rhythm. Oh, there's one tune that Shy made. I would. I wish I was there. Bear with Shy. Bruv, there's a tune. Wait, wait. Let me just go to the boom, top, boom, boom, You know that, yeah? Wait, 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 wait. There's one tune, yeah? Wait, one sec. Turn me up. Batman, come like a dark ninja, Gotham City, the savior. Enemy, them called the Joker, partnering crime, just be the Riddler. Riddle me this, who did the murder? Mm. Two Face, bigger dark contender. I'm with a bit of dark and dender. Mm. I'm with a bit of dark and dender. Pringle, once you pop, can't stop that single. Mm. Number one, intent of I'm idle. Ghost from the no single, from the Goldilocks to that rumble. TikTok skills give royal rumble. Man dropping a man might fumble. Oh my gosh, oh my god, they gumble, you're so gullible. Bro, those were my first ever lyrics. Reload it. Those were my first ever lyrics, bro. Reload Do you know I get itches? I get itches to write jungle lyrics again. Okay. But did Shy, I can't, I don't, I don't. There's a song, yeah, that Shy remixed, yeah? And it goes, doom, 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 Another one as well. Uh, let me get it one too. Oh. And the reason why that is just because of that. <laughs> right. When Kane said, uh, let me get it one too. I had to. I need to have been in the studio where he actually just did. Where he just did it. Where he just did it, bro. Do you know what this is? Uh, let me get it one too. No. Let me get it one take. Uh, let me get it one too. Oh, big tune, 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 big tune. I needed to be in the studio when he did that. I needed to be in the studio, just to, even if he didn't do it, just billing it. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like I watched the, um, his documentary that he did last year um, off his last album. And I don't know whether he was pitching a song to, to Popcorn, yeah? But he was like, like giving him the lyrics and that. Popcorn was just standing there, just smoking a little spliff, just listening to the thing, whatnot. I just love that. Like, do you know what it is, yeah? Those little things, to me, are like, is a big deal. Like, I like seeing, I love seeing the process of that. Yeah. Like, and, and you felt like that process was in that intro. Yes. I feel like it was in that. And so like, I don't know. That's one of the reasons why I like having conversations with, I like having conversations with artists and I like speaking a little bit about like, 
like just from a deeper level about what it is that they're doing. Mm. But yeah, don't know. Listen, man, today was good, bro. Seriously, yeah, bang, I really bang. enjoyed that conversation, bro. Like, oh, really man. good. You know what? I'm I'm gonna find this song and play it to you even after we do this because this tune is fucking oh tremendous. yeah. Do not want it to do as well. And see with the African house thing, by the way. Yeah. So for me, I'm buying a lot of songs that sound a lot like this. Yep. Yep. Hold on, one second. I'm buying a lot of music like this, bro. If you like, if you follow me on the gram, you know occasionally, yeah, I'll just be playing music and that, but sometimes when I get in my fucking vibe, bro, I'll just be recording myself, just mixing and just running rhythms, bro. Man will send you some news. Hey, come and do a fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. Send me some, I'll send you some. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm on that. I'm um, on that. Dum, 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 dum. This is one of my favourites. This is why I made Devil in a Blue Dress. Huh? This is why I made Devil in a Blue Dress. This is why? Yeah. Because of that type of vibe? Yeah, that, that exact song is why I made the beat for Devil in a Blue Dress. African Horn? No, that's is that DJ Gregory? No, it's Harry, Harry uh, uh, Romero. Play that. Let me hear. Hey, oh, oh, Liberty. Oh, Liberty. Okay. It sounds, it sounds a little bit in it. Yeah, that's a mad take still. Wait, Ad, what's the name of that shy effect song? Yeah. Huh? Bad. Yeah, I'm buying a lot of that. I'm buying a lot of that. I'm buying a lot of. I'm just, bro. I'm just spending a lot of money. I'm spending not a lot of money, but I'm spending a good oh, amount of geez. money on music Please still. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. But oh no, wait, hold on. One more tune. One more. Okay. One more. One more. There's a, there's a thing that we do before we leave. Yeah, but this I'm is this is this is. Uh, if you're a Shy Effects fan, you know what time it is with this one. That's what I'm saying. Let me just make sure there's no advert in this. Um, well, there isn't. Um, yeah, there's one thing that we do at the end. I'll tell you after this, bro. I don't know this rhythm. You might fall in love with jungle again. Wait, 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 wait. Start again, no, you can't wait, do that, bro. Wait. Start again, start can again. You, can, I, can, I, can, I give, can I give you a little lesson as well? You might know this already, yeah? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you in a bit, actually. Wait. So what? Backwood, grind down, backwood, four, five bands in the backwood. That's how I'd rap the jungle now. Kick cat, backwood, four, five bands in the backwood. Uh -huh. Four tight mans in the antus, uh -huh. four, five in the backwood. I've got Taze and a more fire with a kickback and a jam good. Uh -huh. B4s and a band base, back forth with a band good. Tick tick bangs and off and off, he's on back phase with a gang good. Who's law? BB bands and a more face axe and a hand book. Cause it ain't days, eight warm racks, more flays, nade torch right? Reload you know what I'm saying? That's how I would rap over jungle now. <laughs> Reload it. Bro, in that, yeah. and what jungle used a lot, yeah, was something called the arm and break. The aim and break. Aim and break. I'm gonna play it now. Are you gonna play the original and then play the the aim and break? Yeah. Um, I came across this years ago and I was like, "What?" That's you... in nearly every jungle tune, bro. Nearly every one of them. But that sample, that one there, 
is called the Apache Sample. There's a song called Apache, and that's also another break that's used a lot. There's a documentary about it. Well, sure, what, that, that Apache song? No, the Amen break. Okay, yeah. But the problem is, like, the Amen break, they allowed them to sample this, but the Apache and then, break... And then basically, loads of producers just, like, change the... Like, they just speed it up, you know what I mean? Obviously, fling shits on it and whatever, yep. and it sounds... Yeah, man. And what are these? The two? These are the two brothers, yeah? Maybe, I don't know. Oh, it's got a spell sped up on Twitter. That's jungle. Whee. That's 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 public enemy now. Yeah, yeah that is, yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See it there? Yeah, we went from shy effects yeah. to public enemy or for one link loop, yeah, bruv. Yeah. One sample. Alright, so what's that thing you do, right? Yeah, here? so boom, like what is the one thing that people need to know about, like or see so it can be an instagram post it could be a tune it could be a fucking sock it could be a tweet it could be anything like what like what is the what is one thing people need to know about or need to see right now why though why do they need to see it i just do that now every at the end of every episode is it yeah um do you know what i'll say i'm gonna mine's gonna be a tune today actually i'm gonna give you a tune today Hmm. um it's not even that new, but you should listen to it anyway. It's a guy called Rags Original, and the song's called Jennifer. And the reason why I'm saying that today is because I, t- I came across the song just randomly. I think through Julie. Julie Adenuga, she like posted something of her singing the song or whatnot. And I was like, right, who's that? And then she posted who it was. I went on, the, on Spotify, started listening to a couple of tunes or whatever. And then when today, when I was saying to myself, Right, should GRM have an R&B category? And like, who would be in there? I was thinking about all of these artists like Mahalia, Etta Bond, Sinead Harnett, um, uh, Georgia Smith, whoever, even battling with like Angel, even though I don't think he had anything out. But, um, and then I just thought, even though he would, it was too early for him to be in there, like that was just a song that I was vibing a lot to. And I thought, you know what, fuck it. People just go and listen to that, innit? If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But Rags Original is called- Rags Original, um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's called, Send it to it's me. It's called Jennifer. Send it to me. Yeah. I, this is what I think everyone should think about. Or what? C. Watch C. Yeah. Um, New Girl. What's that? It's a sitcom. And it's like about five, one, two, yeah, about five people, yeah, three guys, two girls. Well, actually, it's really about six, and they live in this loft. And I used to watch it here and there. And then on lockdown, I started watching it. And I was like, this actually might be my favorite. Because my favorites are Breaking Bad, Friends, mm. Desmond's. Oh, Desmond's. Um, and Breaking Bad was number one. Mm. Breaking Bad's hard. Hard. But. New Girl might be number one above Friends for me now. Okay. I can't believe how good the writing is and how, like, all of the actors, yeah, they grew into their characters really early. It wasn't like you had to wait, like, you know who Schmidt is. You know his character from episode three, season one. You know Winston's character. You know Nick's character, Jess's character, Cece's character, even Coach. You just know who they, like, you... The whole thing was genius, bruv. The whole thing was genius. I've binge watched that and I'll binge watch it again. Oh, sick. So okay. I think everyone needs to go on Netflix and look at New Girl. Callum? Uh, it's not a new track. It's uh, Blessings remixed by Angel. 
French Montana interview. Right? Okay. Oh, big yeah. tune. That's kind of new. It is kind of new. It came out. But it's not like it's not. Have new you heard yet. Angels um, um, Maria? Yeah, it's alright still. What? I think Angel can't, Angel can't really do no wrong for me musically. Music. Angel is unbelievably talented. Stupid. He's unbelievably talented. I think there's definitely conversations to be had, mm-hmm. but those conversations, I, I'd rather have them conversations with him. Yes. Do you get me? I definitely on the checkup. <laughs> I think that's the checkup. I mean, I think Angel. Is the thing is, though, I was on a live with Chucky the other, not with Chucky, with Angel the other day. Uh, so I watched that. Yeah, and he mentioned Angel's you. hard, bro. He mentioned you because, like, we were—I we, can't remember what we were talking. We were talking about because I said no one gives Craig David his flowers, and he's probably the king of R and B, right? And then you know, Angel like came back and he said a few things, and then um, when we did, then then that's how the live came about because we start because Angel's one of those people I can have those type of conversations with. Do you get what I'm saying? And then while we were talking, he was like, "Why don't we just do this live?" So we did the live. And then he was like, we need to have that King of R&B conversation on Chucky, with Chucky. The King of R&B, what, here or in life? Like in, in general? No, like here. No, I mean or like- Or just the, the conversation of... about R&B and, and who, who what, the king of- From the UK and... perspective? Or... Yeah. Oh yeah. But, like, but do you know what though? King of R&B. No, like... not just King, just the whole scope of the conversation. What, there's of a, there's here? a massive conversation to have. What Misha I will Paris, say is though- Misha Paris. You're right, but- Omar. But- I think it would be good to have that conversation with, do you know what I think would be good in my mind, yeah? A good thing for me would be to have a good conversation, an open and honest conversation with Angel, yeah? Yeah. And then after that, have that conversation afterwards. I don't think you can have a conversation about UK R&B and deep dive into like careers and stuff like that without having that, the honesty. Do you know what, you're right because I've already had this conversation. And so I could do that. I could do that without him being here. Yeah. But no, if no, he's here, any, let me tell you something. No, wait, 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 wait. Let, me, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. I think the best person to actually have that conversation with is Casa. Yes. Yeah. Whoa, wait. Progress, what? Progression is a producer or whatever. Yeah. I feel like he's the best person to have that conversation. No, both and I'm, both I've, both already, I've already spoke to him before about coming here or whatever. But I just think that like sometimes... It means that you gotta like talk and discuss about like individual, just not just moments, but individuals, highs and lows and stuff like that. And I think that like, it would be interesting to hear Angel talk about some of these things because he's had some good ups and he's had some very big lows as well. And like, and he's had some he's tremendous still, comebacks. This is it. But he's still, wait, 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 let me just say, let me just say, but he's still here. He's still here. He's still here and he's still, you know, turning around and like, bro, one of my, fa- let me and tell you something here. He's my favorite. Old. He's got one of my favorite R&B tunes of all time. How can I lose my winner? She's winning. Oh, hey, when I heard that beat, yeah, I could not believe a man made a song like this. I could never get tired of this. I, I could never get tired of this. But then you know what? You go back to some of his older stuff, yeah. And bro, type in winner. Gone. Gone. <laughs> this is where we're gonna go. Aye. Oh yeah, the, the thing with Chaka, but oh, but secrets. Oh, he done a tune with Chaka. Yeah. Do you know this? No. Baby girl, this is with Chaka. 
flows like I forgot. I remember last year I was hollering like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Just the way impatient now it seems I got the all clear. So it's so funny that I have all the money. Bro, you gotta play winners, please, man. You can't be playing your rhythms uh, and not wait, mine. Wait, 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 wait. But the Shaka See how one. how biased this is. The Shaka one, yeah, has Shaka at the end of it. And okay. you ain't heard this. No. Oh, you're going to learn today. Oh, you're going to learn something today. Huh? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Quickly. <laughs> so this is the... Um, nah, this is old. I feel like they should re-release this to be honest with you. And just jazz it up. I just think piece. me and Shaka and Angel should make a tune. Hey. We can act a fool, no drama. Me. Shaka bodies there. Batteries there. What's Shaka now? Oh, it's coming. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Watch him now. My ears are ringing. Batteries dead and my friends aren't in sight. She's winking. Portobello Road. Carnival loud. Bear girl. No sexual assault. Everyone's just behaving themselves. What's up? What's Shaka now? <laughs> Don't play with them, man. That's a bro. tune. That's shutting down carnival, you know. Yeah, for sure. Don't wake up. The what, mm. bro? You know what? Just before you go, Shaka is the. Do you remember Shaka's performance at the Mobos? Do you know how bad uh, is? Is that the one where you had the guitar, the guy with the guitar, Bruv, Shaka's performance is right at the end. Yeah, I remember. Nobody talks that. about yeah. Bruv, His performance Bros. was legendary. I always advise, yeah, go to a Shaka show. Like, go to a show, bro. Like, he's got a fan base that like play oh, winner, nigga. Shit. What is it? What song? Winner, Angel. What album is that from? Wow. I don't know where that burp came from. I haven't even eaten today. Pardon me, sorry. Pardon. Winner, Angel, it's not, that's Winner. Not. How can I lose? It's not on Spotify. It, what? No. And I don't know if I have that. Okay. Nonsense. That is nonsense. Not, that is nonsense. Hold on, hold on. We're not leaving without paying. Do you know what, actually? I'm taking, oh, no, fuck it. I'll do it another day. What's that? I was gonna say I'm taking back my song, my song, but I won't. But what I would advise here yeah, is that like go on Spotify, yeah, and actually just skim through, just skim through Angel's catalog. Skim through Angel's catalog. Um, and I wanna, I really wanna, like, I wanna go through some of this stuff with him because I was with him. A lot of this, I was, I was with him. How can I lose? That's what it's called. It's called How Can I Lose? Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, play that one. Uh, Rotted Angel and Steph London. That's had chip on it as well. How yep. can I lose? Shit, I oh, forgot about this. I forgot about tune. this. Tune! Play that. That's a rhythm. You gonna learn today. You gonna learn today! But I was this DJ this time. What's the, the verse? Bruv, what's the verse? What's the verse? Please, 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 please. What's the verse? 
Back. Losing my baby. Crazy. Woo! So driver, speed up. Cause it's the red light and I'm going over. What? Are you stupid? <laughs> I need to see that song. That song live. Anyway, yeah, we're done. Daneo, bro, I appreciate you coming, bro. Today was sick. Can't lie to you. Me, I enjoyed that, man. I enjoyed it. Bro, bro, you're my guy, you know? You're my now, guy. seriously, you know what? Like, <laughs> we was just cool. Like, me and Daneo was cool. You know, like that, like. But well, we've always been like that. Yeah, so like, Since at first, first we was just we like, met, met Daneo, cool, innit? Daneo was cool and that. Chatting on the phone here and there. Daneo was actually kind of safe still. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Daneo's all right, man. <laughs> And then it was that. You know, like when you know someone, yeah? But they're just like, oh, like, what's that? Like, do you know such and such? Yeah, man, they're cool still. Like, that was that. I remember it was like, that. I but was, then I, we would go pirate radio, yeah? No, no, this was like the, um, what was that? But then, what was but Ricky then, and, and, and Things station? Um, Freeze FM. Yes. Yeah, Freeze FM. M days, me and Chucky. That's when, that's when our relationship was actually built. And then, so now it's like, Daneo, I'm like, nah, Daneo is my, my guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, when, nah, he, yeah, when he Daneo's... says something I don't agree with on the podcast, he I'll call him cool. just to have the conversation about that. Yeah. And it's good to have friends like that, people that you can just reason, reason, reason with. with. Yeah. All right, my brother. But yeah, Love. You're, you're, you're Thanks my, for listening. You're my article bridging, isn't it? Article, everything carpet mm. Can't forget it. See? All right. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone.